And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank you all for joining me tonight. We got a whole lot going on all over the internets, social media, mainstream media, everywhere. There's a whole lot going on. Of course, the big story of tonight is Donald Trump being impeached. We're going to talk about that. Did anybody not see it coming? Didn't I do a video yesterday talking about this? Didn't I do a video yesterday talking about this and giving you the full outline of what would happen? Didn't I do that? I don't want to beat my own horn, but toot toot. You understand what I'm saying? But anyway, we'll talk about the impeachment. Also, we'll talk about the, the parlor ban, how they got banned from the internet. I think they may come back. I think they got a different host. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, they're able to come back strong. But they got to tighten them security holes up. I tell you what, though, let's not have any more. Um, let's not have any more of those security breaches. Let's not have that in 2021. Also, we got to talk about AOC in her Instagram live talking about, you know, shedding all these tears for the, the Capitol riot. But yet want to give every excuse in the world to Black Lives Matter and Antifa or totally ignore those riots. That have killed countless people for the past few years in a good old U.S. of A. Let's totally forget about that and focus on one thing when it becomes politically expedient rather than just announcing political violence in general. Also, that the Soho Karen can't be racist because she's a person of color. We're going to talk about that TikTok cringe video of the little boys bowing down to the black, not not, not white woman, black woman. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And again, I uh, thank y'all for joining. We got a whole lot going on, so y'all just hang tight. We're going to get through everything. We get to calls in about an hour. I'm going to just talk for a little bit right here. All right. Now, I'm going to get straight to it. I know this, this has been a thing that's been going on for a while as far as, you know, oh, they're going to impeach Trump. They're going to. I saw this whole thing coming. This is not a surprise to me. All right. Let's just let's go back. OK. They impeached Trump. What was that? In December 2019 for less. Right. The charges he's facing right now in the impeachment is inciting a riot in which people died. Now, I don't believe that is appropriate, but that's what they're charging them with. Right. Last time it was. The phone call to Ukraine. So in the phone call to Ukraine, all he did was just ask. Um, I don't know who he was talking to. Might have been Porchenko. I don't know who it was. They asked somebody. Might have been the president. Somebody. He asked somebody on the call. Hey, you want to look in the Hunter Biden and see what's going on right there? Because it's kind of fishy what's happening. You, you might want to give it a second look. OK. And then, of course, there is something fishy going on because the FBI was investigating them back when he made the call. And they're still doing so right now. We forgot about that part. Because remember when the whole laptop gate kerfuffle broke? They said, oh, we've been had that since like 2017 to 2018. But the phone call that Trump made was in 2019, late 2019, almost 2020. Okay. So the FBI had their laptop and they were looking into Hunter Biden during that particular point in time. So all Trump was doing was talking about the exact same thing that the FBI was already doing. Maybe if the FBI briefed him on the Hunter Biden kerfuffle, if they're able to legally, then that phone call wouldn't even happen. But that's a different story. I'm going down that rabbit hole, so I digress. Let's get back to it. Now, the Ukraine thing was a nothing burger, a serious nothing burger. All right. 
as far as what they charge them with. As far as like, I'm, I'm going to compare the actual charges, the articles of impeachment, not how I feel about them. I think they're both nothing burgers, quite frankly. But the charge that he has now, as far as inciting the riot, is a more serious charge. So, of course, they were going to impeach him. How could they not impeach him when they got him on less? All right. They're hypocrites, but they're not going to be hypocrites like that. You know, they're only hypocrites when it benefits them. They're not hypocrites when it matters to them. When I, when I say them, I mean the left. But anyway, so they went ahead and impeached them. And Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer both have said that the impeachment trial will happen after Trump leaves office. Now, if you guys didn't see my video, you're like, how can that be possible, ABL? How are they going to impeach Trump after he leaves office? How is that even possible? Well, here's the thing. You can... You can be impeached while in office. You, you got to be impeached while you're in office. But the trial can happen at a later point. You see, they can't impeach you. Like, I'm going to back up a little bit. You must be in office for them to impeach you. All that impeachment means is you get brought up on charges. After you leave, they can still have the trial and find you guilty. Now, what they can do if they find him guilty, which is going to be a tall order, in order to find him guilty of whatever it is, inciting a riot, whatever the charges, whatever the articles are, in order to find him guilty on that, you got to have a two-thirds supermajority in the Senate to have that go through. And I don't think it's, I don't think anybody's ever been convicted and removed from office through impeachment. Or it might just be a handful of guys. I know Nixon was going to get impeached, but he was done before he got impeached. So this is kind of a rare thing. Obviously, Slate Willie got impeached, but he beat it. So... If he gets convicted, it'd be a very tall order to do so. You got to have two thirds of the Senate to say yay on that one. But if he does get convicted, what can happen is they can vote after that to prevent him from running again. And all you need for that is a simple majority. So 50 plus one, meaning Kamala Harris, because like I said about the whole Georgia election is very important because the Senate, when she loses control of the Senate, I mean, it, you, you, you losing a lot of leverage in different places beyond just like you can't just look at right now during this election. You got to look at the next uh, year, two years, four years, five years, six years, the entire Senate term. And then after that, what are going to be the consequences of the election? Now, I know about the concerns of the election fraud happening. I know about that. So don't get that twisted. But if there's going to be an investigation into the fraud and people didn't even vote, then how will votes be recovered that were never cast to begin with different story i digress the point is that trump has been impeached and they're going to have the trial after he's out of office during the biden administration trump did concede but he didn't concede expressly as far as i know he didn't say okay i lost i concede he's not gonna say those words but he said during the biden administration or, you know, they're trying to give me the 25th Amendment. That'll be for Joe Biden. So he's saying that Joe Biden will come in there. He's not saying that I'm going to be the president. He's saying that it's going to be Joe Biden. Right. So that's pretty much what's going on. Um, it'd be interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. I think Joe Biden will pretty much be ignored. He'll be ignored. Joe Biden will do whatever the Democratic Party tells him to do. Because if you guys remember... Uh, just a few days ago, what did Biden say? Don't go through with impeachment. It'll be a distraction. It'll be bad for the country. Did anybody pay him any mind? No, they didn't because they went ahead and did it. Okay. They they went ahead and did it. And they came out and said, here, we're going to have the trial. It'll be after Trump leaves office. So they're not paying Joe Biden any attention. 
They were never going to pay him attention. He's not going to lead at all. This is what I was saying from the beginning. If you have Joe Biden in there and Kamala Harris, the, the, the deep state swamp, if you will, the people that are behind the scenes, maybe even in front of the scenes, your Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, they're going to be the leaders. And they're people that help them out, their staff, their quote unquote interns, whatever they want to call them. The lobbyists, they'll be the ones that are in charge. Now, don't fret, though, because we still got state sovereignty. Thank God. Thank God the federal government cannot do whatever they want to do. They do have quite a bit of power, but states still have sovereignty. So you need to be focusing on local elections. One thing you got to look at is depending upon where you live, you're going to get an influx of out of towners. This whole thing with the virus is, I think, the reason why we're here today. If not for the virus, you'd be having uh, Trump's second term would have been a landslide victory. But the virus did so many different things. People lost a lot of jobs. The economy tanked because of the virus, not because of Trump's policies, but because of the virus, it tanked. Then there was a whole stimulus drama. It just created so many different things. People just kind of on edge due to being locked down and out of work. It created all kinds of problems, right? And the the, the virus is going to continue to be an issue under the Biden administration. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. At the end of it, uh, I think that, um, Biden, like I said, Biden's not going to govern. It'll be the people that are behind him that are governing. Um, and as far as <laughs> as far as who's going to be pulling the strings, whoever has the most influence, whoever has the most power in Congress will pretty much do it. That, that'll be what it is. But like I said, if not for the virus, I think we have a uh, second term of Trump. That's that's really what it is. That that messed so many things up. You know, the stimulus and they're talking about oh six hundred versus two thousand. That's really to some people that's a lot of money. And it is money. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's nothing. But the, the bigger issue is we gotta get back to work. Now look how quick they're gonna just reverse all that. Didn't you guys see Chuck Schumer what he said recently talking about oh well we can't stay locked down forever? Matter of fact, I'm gonna pull that up right quick. It, it's funny how um, was it Chuck Schumer or no? Nah, it wasn't Chuck Schumer. It, it might have been. Um, hold on, I'm, I'm putting my. I, I got an article on my website. I think it was. Uh, let me see. Who was that? Oh, Cuomo. Pardon me, Andrew Cuomo from New York, the governor, talking about. Oh man, we gotta just. We gotta come back and stay open, and we can't. Uh, we we can't stay locked down forever. Matter of fact, here's an article on my website. I'll put it up on the screen right quick. Y'all just hang tight, and if you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up. I'd appreciate it. It says uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo outlined his plan to defeat COVID during the January 11th state of the state address. And Cuomo, in it, Cuomo said that the empire cannot stay closed, calling for economic resurgence. So after you done ran off the whole state almost, you know, a big chunk of New York City, they ran off to Florida, North Carolina, Tennessee, etc. Now you want to say, oh, we got to come back. You know, I, I think at a certain point, people that have left aren't going to come back. People that have been New Yorkers for a long time, they might like their new life in North Carolina or Virginia or Maryland or wherever they are now. They might like it down there. It's unfortunate for those that live in a place where it was kind of conservative and they get an influx of liberal New Yorkers. Not saying everybody that left is a liberal. I'm just saying it's unfortunate for them, but it is what it is. This whole issue with the virus is um, causing a lot of issues. Cuomo's like, yo, we got to come back, which lets you know that from the beginning, this was more of a political thing than anything else. Because they, they could have been said, okay, let's go ahead and come back. I wouldn't be surprised if on January 21st, 
<laughs> or, or on the 20th, exactly, they say, okay, open everything back up. I would not be surprised in the least bit. Not at all. All right. And Trump's been saying this for a long time. People say, oh, you don't care about lives. You want to put everybody out there, tell them to get the virus. Yeah, we, we see how that's going. But back to what I was saying about local politics. This this is very important. People are leaving. They're coming to your state, your city, your town, your region, and they're going to be changing things. And a lot of these people, they may be educated, they may have money, and they're going to be voting locally. They want to transform that place into what they just left. This is why Austin, Texas is the way it is, because a lot of Californians and Coloradoites or whatever you want to call them, go to Austin and then try to create home in that new place rather than doing as the Romans in Rome. They want to create an enclave where they just came from. Meanwhile, they don't understand the fact that the things that they're doing, the, the way that they're voting created the bad environment which they left. Who wants to live in uh, California right now in a place like San Francisco where everything's shut down and the cost of living is still sky high? Okay, the way that area is looking, you should be living like Detroit as far as how much it costs to live. All right. Everything's going online right now. Ain't no point in being in these big buildings that they build in. And once you have people that leave, you're going to have urban decay. It's going to become Detroit. Who wants to live there? But it's a beautiful place. It's right there on the Bay, West Coast, California. It's nice. But if there's no business, if there's no infrastructure, if there's no economy, then who wants to be there? But I digress. My whole point is you got to vote locally do not let these outside people come into your town and change it. That's going to be very important, not only for where you live, but also for the national stuff coming up in the future. So that's that's just what it is. Yeah, I, if you live in California, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry if you live in California. But hey, at least you got a beautiful place, right? Got some, got some sunny weather aside from the earthquakes and the fires. But I digress. Oh, and also, that's something else that the virus did with the mail-in ballots. That was a big problem, okay? The, ma the, the, the mail-in ballots, because the thing about mail-in ballots, I mean, it's easy to cheat. I'm not saying they did cheat, but it is easy to cheat. This is what I was saying before. If you don't have voter ID, you could just say, hey, my name is uh, Paul Bunyan, and I want to vote. And that's it. You could just go vote. So it's like, it's, it's the dumbest thing in the world. How hard is it to show an ID to vote? You got to show an ID for everything else in life. People say, oh, it affects the poor. Well, nobody says that when they're talking about all the things that poor people must have or things that they want to have. If you're a poor person, you're living in an urban inner city area, you have access to all types of government benefits. I mean, these things require ID to have. If you want to get on WIT, EBT, TANF, Section 8, you got to have an ID. If you want to get on the bus or... Well, not on the bus. If you want to do a lot of different things, you got to have an ID to be able to do it. All right. So it's just dumb. And a lot of states that give out free IDs. So to say that, oh, because you're poor, you can't get an ID. I mean, they, they create they, they make it seem like poverty is the equivalent to living butt naked in the jungle. That's like I still am part of society just because I'm poor does not mean I'm not part of society. <laughs> OK, when I was a little kid, we had those little lunch tickets. It was a paper ticket that you had to bring with you and it would get a hole punched in it. And then that would get you free lunch or reduced lunch. When I got free lunch, it just punched a hole and then that was it. 
and you had to have that ticket. If you didn't have a ticket, you wouldn't be able to get your free lunch. That's what that's the way it was back in my day. And everybody brought that ticket. I'm six, seven years old, bringing my little green ticket that the school gave me. So if I'm a little boy bringing my free lunch ticket coming straight from the ghetto, right? Why can't anybody else, a grown person, have an ID card that is often given for free to go vote? Okay. If you can't bring a simple ID card, then should you even be voting? I mean, seriously, if you can't do that basic step, should you even vote? So, yeah, the, the mail-in ballots universally was a big problem. And people talk about absentee ballots being the same thing, but it's not the same thing. Because with absentee ballots, you have to request it. But with a universal mail-in vote, uh, universal mail-in vote, it just sent it out just haphazardly to whoever's on the, on, the, on the rolls. And they just do it like that. That's not the right way to go about it. You have to, you should be able to, to request it and then get it sent to you so it's more secure that way and there should be some kind of identification process in order for you to request it that's just very simple i don't understand why that's a hard thing to really grasp and understand but that's where we're at right now but like i said you got to vote if you're just not coming in trump did get impeached what impeachment means is if you forgot the last time in 20, 2019 2020 early 2020 when they got impeached what impeachment means is you get brought up on charges, essentially, not like real world charges, but you get brought up on charges in the government. And if you get convicted, then you get removed from office. The trial for Trump will not happen until after he's out of office. However, if they convict him, which would be a tall order, you got to have two thirds of the Senate, a supermajority vote to have that happen. If he is convicted on account of, I think, inciting a riot, then there could be another vote to prevent him from running again in 2024. That is their ultimate objective. And if they're able to get him convicted, then they can say, oh, he was impeached and convicted. It doesn't matter if it happened after he was gone. That's irrelevant. They're just talking. They're looking at this as a, a, a political point to use in the 2022 uh, midterm elections. So if you're a candidate running and you might have Trump out there campaigning for you or you supported Trump in the past, they're going to bring that up and use it against you. Oh, he's supported by a, a two-time impeached and convicted president, a liar. He had the worst uh, act of uh, domestic terrorism in, in, in modern history. This, this is all a game. This is all a big game. This is why I said on my Twitter, I was like, politics at times feels like a way too long chess game, and we're all pawns on the board. That's kind of how it feels like sometimes. But I think that, like I said before, you do have the ability to vote locally, and that's going to be very important. Once you vote locally all over the place, that's going to influence national. But it can't just be a focus on the presidential race and that's it. You got to vote a lot because the other side votes a lot, period. And to secure the election, you got to vote for that as well and vote for those that want to have the election be secured. That's just pretty much where I'm uh, looking at it from. All right. But also Parler, Parler got banned from the internets. I think they're going to come back. I read somewhere that they have hosting. I'm not sure if that's true or false, but they got banned from the internets as of right now. Matter of fact, let me go to parlor.com, see if it's still there or if it came back. Yeah, it's gone for now. Hold on. Let me see if it was trying to load. Yeah, nah, it's gone. So here's what happened with Parler. Amazon AWS, uh, was it Amazon Web Services, which is like a hosting company, basically, they pulled 
their hosting services for Parler. So that made the whole website go offline. And of course, the app is like just an app version of the website. It's, it's the website and the app, basically. So that went offline. And you cannot access it any other way because they don't have any hosting. Therefore, Parler is down for now. And not only, it wasn't just Amazon AWS that pulled their support. You had payment processors, you had plugins they were using, all types of stuff. They pulled their support. And when these plugins were pulling their support, it revealed a lot of patchwork security that Parler had put in place, which is very dangerous if you're going to be signing up to it because you may have information that's out there that you don't want to be out there. Um, I said in my video that they got hacked. They, they really didn't get hacked, but information was taken that should not have been available to the public. Put it to you like this. If you have a house with no doors on it, and somebody walks in the, if somebody walks into your front door with no door and they take something, was it a breaking and entering? No, because it didn't break anything. Uh, trespassing, yes. Burglary, maybe. But it wasn't breaking and entering. You see what I'm saying? So that's the equivalent to hacking, I suppose. Breaking and entering, taking something that does not belong to you. That's not what they did. They just walked straight in the front door because it was open and took things they shouldn't have. That's what they did. All right. Now, what they were able to do with Parler is take um, a bunch of data, things that were public before, uh, are the parlays or tweets and other stuff. Now, they were also able to get deleted parlays, a.k.a. tweets. They were able to get those. So if you thought you deleted something, might have been a little bit too spicy or whatever, you know, it might have had your, uh, your, your, your location on it, then that's still available and they got all that. It said it got 80 terabytes of data before Parler went down. So with this whole thing with the Capitol, you got guys being identified from the Capitol footage and being arrested. And they may use Parler to be able to get that. Now, the FBI is going to get that data regardless. It, it doesn't even matter. It could be a hack or no hack. The FBI will get it. Do you know the FBI can subpoena social media companies for your data? Did you know that? There's a guy by the name of Casanova 2X, a rapper in New York. That's how they got him. He was doing illegal stuff, allegedly, on Instagram through direct message. Now, the FBI, they're noticing what's going on with him in, in, the, in the city. So they said, OK, we need to go ahead and get this man's Instagram and subpoena that so we can get some evidence to lock him up. And they sure did. They went to Instagram and said, hey, we got a we got a subpoena for Casanova, a.k.a. Caswell Sr.'s Instagram account. Get it up right now. And they did it. And then they went into his direct messages and they found guns, all that, everything. So now he's in the penitentiary based on Instagram. So, yes, they can get your data, regardless of hack or no hack. The issue with Parler and the hack is that certain things that only the FBI could get via uh, subpoena could be available to the general public. Not safe at all, because the FBI may be a little bit more careful with your data than a regular normie would. You see what I'm saying? So if Parler's able to come back, they got to tighten their security up. I'm all for alternative platforms and competition. I'm all for that. If they can, you know, be alternative to Twitter, then I'm all with it. Because one thing about Twitter is that they can behave the way they behave because they're like one of the big dogs. Uh, Twitter and Facebook, that's pretty much it as far as social networking. Instagram is also Facebook. WhatsApp is also Facebook. So where's you going to go? YouTube, 
that's Google. So it's limited options to be able to go to as far as social networking on a big platform. But if you can have alternatives, then I'm all for it. Parler could be an alternative as long as they tighten their security up and they can get access to certain things that can help their website be better. And they got to get better coders and programmers. These uh, script kids going on Code Canyon, it ain't going to cut it. That's just facts. Now, Gab is much better as far as their security and their programming because they already had this type of thing happen as far as being deplatformed, taking off of servers and stuff like that back two years ago or three years ago now. It might have been 2018 when that whole thing happened. So they are probably a more secure platform than Gab is. I mean, then Gab is more secure than Parler. That's what I'm trying to say. But um, hopefully they don't have any issues with you know, being censored or taken off like Parler did. But we'll see. We'll definitely see. <laughs> Sam R says, where's my Trump hat? I mean, what do you mean? I've been wearing the same merch. This is my merch. I have all my merch on my website. Go to uh, anthonyblogan.com. Go to the store. This is my own merchandise. So, <laughs> you know, I have I have Trump stuff back here on my, on my shelf. It's right there. It's been right there for the past couple of years. I had a black shelf in my old house. With all my hats right there, those are some of my hats on my, that's on my website. The We The People, 1776. There's also a MAGA hat right there, one of my first MAGA hats. There's also a Black Voices for Trump hat that I bought with my own money. I didn't even get sent these hats by the campaign. I got them with my own money. Okay, so somebody trying to, I guess you're trying to say that I'm like turning my back. This is just how, how I always am. I've not changed at all. Don't look for a thing that ain't there. You might not find nothing. You might you might start to hallucinate, but I digress. All right. Oh, and the thing about um the thing about Gab is that it's not totally it's it's not totally free of censorship. Same thing with Parlor. Okay. Um they they do censor. I think that the issue with Gab and Parlor, that the thing about Gab and Parlor is that they are probably not going to discriminate against you. Just because you're conservative or if you have controversial opinions, that's that's the main thing that I hear about them. But I go to wherever it's hot at as far as social media. I'm not going to support one platform because somebody says that I should. I'm going to go to wherever it's hot because I'm trying to reach people. You know, that's my purpose with social media is reaching people, getting everybody to hear the message. I'm not trying just to go to a place just because. And I don't want to be in an echo chamber. I want to have everybody... You know, just like I do these live streams, I do my videos, I like disagreements, I like engagements, I like being able to convince somebody that I'm right, because if I talk about a thing that I'm confident that I'm right, so I want to convince someone who does not believe me that I'm correct. So, I mean, what fun is it to go to a place where everybody's on the same page? And then places like Parlor, they kind of invite some of the more negative element of our movement, which I don't want anything to do with. Unfortunately, it is what it is. Now, Twitter got their own problems. We understand that. But see, the issue with Twitter, having some of the negative leftists on there, is that they get the cloak and the coverage from the institutions like the mainstream media, uh, other parts of social media, other social media networks, academia, government. They have people on their side, and they're going to pretty much support that. Now, we don't have that same, you know, ability to do that because we don't have that kind of support but the question is do you want that kind of support to be um to be violent to be negative and to be nasty our goal should be to 
not have that be accepted by anybody, period. It can't just be a thing where, like, oh, okay, the, the left does it. I want to do it too. How about the left does it and they shouldn't do it and let's stop them from doing it versus having both sides be negative and toxic and hateful. Because if that's the case, then where can a regular person who is not toxic and hateful go? People have left the left because they're toxic and hateful. We cannot be the same thing. But I digress. Thank you for being here yet again. If you like what you're hearing so far, if you enjoyed the show, please give me a thumbs up. Share the video. Like the video. Do all that good stuff. And if you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and do that as well. And click that bell so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. All right. Philly Boy says, we are not stupid. Trump and his kingdom going to jail. He brought his racism boys and girls out to get hurt and impeach him. <laughs> Man, you got to just get some more education, boss. He already got impeached, but that don't mean what you think it means. You just got to get more education, man. That's all. And you understand what's going on. See, you know, one thing about the left, they try to keep you uneducated. I ain't trying to joke on the man. I ain't trying to make a joke. I ain't trying to embarrass him. But a lot of people are uneducated on all sides because they want to tell you whatever they think that is best for you to believe. All right. That's all. And people just eat it up, eat it up, eat it up. And they just repeat it without even questioning. And then when I ask them, hey, why do you believe that? What, you know, where is that coming from? They don't really have any answers because the real answer is because the TV told me so. And I want to believe it versus, oh, I did my own independent research. And here's what I came up with. What they really want to say is the TV told me so. That's what I believe. It is what it is. All right. All right. Oh, shout out to NasFan01 who says Uganda banned Twitter and cut them off completely. Yeah, that's a crazy situation. I understand what Uganda is talking about. I'm going to back up a little bit here and explain this story. Now, Uganda, that's an East African nation, if you guys don't know. Uh, Uganda has an election going on right now. And I think Twitter had banned certain accounts that were pro Museveni, who's the incumbent. Now, um, they, Twitter said that these accounts, I think it might have been Facebook too. They were saying that these accounts were like bots posted a bunch of fake stuff in groups and making it appear like the support for the post that they would post is more than what it was. Okay. Basically, they had a, a troll farm or a bot farm, whatever you want to call it, to help with the election. So they banned those accounts. But Uganda's like, look, don't even worry about none of that. That's our business. If you want to do whatever we want to do, that's, you know, let us decide what we're going to believe and what we're not going to believe. I mean, there's there's plenty of troll farms and whatnot for the left. I'm not really sure if these accounts on the left get banned or not because they, they could get banned and we don't know about it. I don't really know. But the issue is they're saying, hey, you're interfering with the election. All right. Now, I understand one part of it banning bots and trolls because that's a normal occurrence that happens all over all social media networks, including Parler and Gab. They ban trolls and bots, too. But is it trolls and bots or is it like people from the actual government of Uganda you're banning? So how do we really, you know, but anyway, in retaliation, Uganda just went ahead and banned, I think, Twitter and Facebook completely from their ISP. That's the Internet service provider. Now, it could be a, a statewide thing or maybe it's in certain cities. I really don't know. But from what I hear, it's a statewide thing. And the state is ordering the ISPs to ban them. Now, Twitter came out against it and said that they're against um, Internet. 
that they're against ISPs acting against companies and banning them. People are saying that it's ironic because Twitter will ban pretty much anybody for anything. They'll, they'll ban conservatives or whatever, but they're against getting banned themselves. I understand that point of view. It, it's, it's kind of a weird situation. On one hand, I understand what Uganda is talking about because they don't want to have uh, foreign companies interfere with their election. On the other end, this is what China does, right? China also bans Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the Western stuff in favor of their own stuff. All right. Even TikTok is banned in China. Okay, they're in China. They have TikTok, but it's not called TikTok. It's called Doyen, and Doyen is not TikTok. It's completely different. If you log on, if you go to uh, Beijing right now and log on to Doyen, you're not going to see anything from the West because it's not the same app. It's the same. It, it's basically it's a clone of TikTok or vice versa, other way around. But they're not the actual same place. You can't follow people on Doyen from TikTok and vice versa. You understand? So they don't have Western stuff in China as far as social media. The issue with Uganda is that they don't have their own alternatives for these particular platforms. Maybe they can go to Parler and Gab, but they can have that in Uganda. I'm not really sure how that's going to work. Maybe Gab. But that can be also a negative thing for just regular normies that aren't really involved with the election and seeing what's going on. People that have businesses to run. They may have shops on Facebook. Facebook is really deep i think they said like 98 percent of all social media happens on facebook especially with instagram and stuff like that and whatsapp it's pretty deep oh here's a question whatsapp is used a lot in african countries like overseas in general whatsapp is humongous i'm talking about big 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 so if they banned facebook did they also ban whatsapp and instagram it's kind of a good question but my point is that a lot of people may be seriously inconvenienced by having these apps banned. So it's a double-edged sword. It really is. But I understand where they're coming from 1,000%. Totally. All right. So, again, thank you all for joining. We got a whole lot going on. Hold on. Let me see. Liam says, James O'Keefe just got a woman arrested for harv harvesting thousands of ballots. I just donated to them, and I urge all of you to donate to Project Veritas as well. I'm going to check it out and see what's going on with that. I'm definitely going to check it out. All right. So, yeah, shout out to Uganda, East Africa. And um, what else we got going on? Uh, let me see. Oh, it, speaking about TikTok, I'm going to go to that story right quick. Did you guys see the the TikTok cringe video of the of the mom making her boys bow down to black women? I did a video on that, but if you've not seen it, I'm going to go ahead and uh, put it on the screen so you're able to get your cringe for the day. Y'all just hang tight. Let me find it right quick. Here we go. All right. This is the official cringe for the day. And make sure we got the audio straight. Black. Okay. There we go. Perfect. All right. Now, the, the woman's name is Justine Champion, and she is a TikToker. Hold on. I think she's also on Twitter. Let me see your Twitter followers right quick. Uh, she's not really real. She's not big on Twitter at all, but I think her main thing is TikTok. So here we go. This is Justine Champion, uh, TikTok soccer mom, woke soccer mom. Black women are the reason that Donald Trump is no longer going to be our president. All hail black women. Just so cringe. Okay, so cringe. If you couldn't see that, you have this this lady, soccer mom. 
she's holding a boy that's probably about a year or so old in her in her arm, and she has a phone, obviously recording herself. And then she says, "Teaching my white boys how to behave." That's what it says right there on the screen. And then she pans over to them. I turn the sound off just to talk. But she pans over to them, and they're like on these puzzle pieces, like you know, like the mats you would have in the garage or workout room. And they appear to be outside in a little play area. You got three boys, and they're all like bowing down to this mythological black woman. And this took them multiple takes to be able to do. She said that it took them five takes to actually get that accomplished. So it wasn't just a spur, a spur of the moment type thing. This was a pretty rehearsed thing with her and her four kids. All right. So that's kind of what's going on on the TikToks. So when Trump was like, hey, we need to go ahead and ban TikTok. I'm kind of sad he didn't actually uh, get that done because I don't want to see cringe like that come across my screen. Oh, it's definitely it's, it's definitely racism. First of all, because how about this, though? Check it out. What if rather than saying all hell black women, they say all hell white men? Oh, boy, you're racist, clan member. You, you're getting them groomed to be in the KKK. What, what's happening right now is that she's grooming these boys to be soft and just let people do whatever to them to, to vote for the Democratic Party, to vote because somebody says Black Lives Matter. OK, they could punch you right in the face and say Black Lives Matter. And you'd be like, oh, OK, it's all right. I ain't going to do nothing to you because Black Lives Matter. I believe Black Lives Matter, too. Punch you right there in the jaw, tooth knocked out, tooth flying across the screen. And you'll say, yeah, Black Lives Matter, too. I believe that. That's kind of what's going on. All right. Oh, yeah. And TikTok, like I was getting back to, I'm kind of sad that Trump was not able to completely ban TikTok because TikTok is most certainly the CCP. Has TikTok been sold yet? Because that was what they were going to do. Remember, they said, okay, uh, we're going to sell to Microsoft. And then it became Oracle. Have they been sold yet? I, I don't know. Maybe they have. But if they have not been sold, they still are part of the Chinese Communist Party. Any business over in China that operates in China has the CCP on its board as well. So imagine you are an up-and-coming company. You got things going. And then here comes, I don't know, Chuck Schumer in your boardroom putting his feet on your on your glass table talking about, hey, all right, that's fine. You got a nice business, but check it out. You're going to need 10% of that, 20% of that. And I'm going to be here from time to time just looking at what's going on. I'm going to see your source code. I'm going to know what's happening. And matter of fact, I need you to uh, boost up some content. We need some propaganda in there that's pro-China. That's what they do. I'm not even exaggerating at all. That's exactly what they do in China. All right. So when people say we get we got to nationalize certain companies, I kind of get a little a little scared because that's what China does with their companies. I don't think nationalizing a Twitter or something like that makes sense. There should be a government alternative for communication, you know, a government alternative to electronic communication just in case things need to get out there in, in a direct way. Because if Trump needs to say something to the general public and he can't get on YouTube, he can't get on Twitter, he can't go anywhere, there needs to be a more direct line of communication. That the government thing should not be uh, a, a thing that replaces or interferes with other private companies, but it should be its own thing that can be only regulated with law. And that's it. So I think that should that should be the thing. All right. And of course, the FBI will be regulating that, not, not regulating it, but monitoring it like they do everything else. So if there's any trolls on there, they're doing crazy stuff. It's easy for them to get locked up because it's from the government. So there should be a government alternative to electronic communication 
but you should not have the government take over private businesses because I don't want them to try and say, oh, well, you're trying to regulate. You're trying to say that they got to serve you when they don't want to serve you. So we're going to come in there and require you to do the same thing. Whoopi Goldberg said that talking about, oh, well, so what? He got taken off of Twitter because, you know, it's, it's a private company. They can do what they want. It's the same thing with the gay cake, uh, the, the gay wedding cake. It's not quite the same, but the argument could be made. The reason why it's not the same is because with the gay wedding cake kerfuffle, uh, the, the issue was, well, look, that's not something I want to do. I'm not required to do it. I can have discretion. You know, with, with Twitter, the issue was that they were not following the law. Um, I think Candace Owens has a lawsuit right now against Facebook because of their fact checkers. You have fact checkers that come in and they editorialize posts. It's the same thing that a publisher would do. So if you're going to be publishing stuff via fact checkers and little warnings and little annotations and stuff like that, then at that point, you can't say you're a platform anymore. You can't say that you are not responsible for what people post on the platform when you're trying to editorialize and add things to change the context. So now you are not embodying the spirit of the law upon which you have protection. Therefore, you're violating the law. Like I said, you should be able to do whatever you want as long as you are lawful with it. And I think places like Facebook and Twitter are kind of skirting a line of lawfulness and unlawfulness. But that's a different story, so I'll move right along. All right, what else we got going on? Oh, AOC. Did you guys see AOC get all triggered about the Capitol riot? Before I say another word, I think the Capitol riot was terrible. It was ridiculous. Trump said that as well. Uh, you're going to talk about what Trump said, but Trump said that as well. Uh, he said that any supporter of mine does not support the Capitol riots and the violence. Same thing I've been saying, but I digress. Um, AOC did an Instagram live talking about this, saying how scared she was. I'm sure she was scared. I'm not trying to doubt that point. But she kept talking about how they're insurrectionists and, you know, conservatives, they don't, they don't care about blue lives. It's only a slogan. Well, let's go back to people talking about Blue Lives Matter. Why was that even a thing? Because so many cops were getting killed by people that AOC and Ilhan Omar and uh, Maxine Waters and Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, all these guys and girls support. They support BLM. They support Antifa. Right. And you got a lot of police getting targeted, harassed, stalked, killed. Regular people getting harassed, stalked, killed from little kids. So call your, uh, what's the name? So call your Turner. I was make sure I'm right. Yes, Akoria Turner, an eight-year-old little girl in Atlanta, Georgia, got killed by a 19-year-old black male, a quote-unquote Black Lives Matter protester, right? Got shot indiscriminately for no good reason, all because a mom got off the interstate and was trying to turn around and go the other direction because she did not want to be in this little area they had set up. And before she could actually pull off and leave and go to her destination, the car got shot up and a little girl dies, right? Eight years old. Where's the outrage from AOC about that and Maxine Waters about that? Where's the Black Lives Matter for that? Nowhere to be found. Matter of fact, you had the not effing around crew, meaning the completely effing around crew, meaning the FBI um, <laughs> operation talking about that guy, the real Grandmaster J, ain't nothing but a snitch. But anyway, you got that operation going to Stone Mountain, Georgia, protesting the rock. Meanwhile, you got a dead little girl because of Black Lives Matter. Why don't you go to actually protest this dead little girl rather than going to protest an inanimate object because it has Confederate generals on there, right? 
and you numb nuts when to put on all black and go out there in that South Georgia heat, you know, passing out, needing water. But I'm getting triggered, so I move on. Anyway, you also had a 77-year-old black man by the name of David Dorn who was shot and killed because of Black Lives Matter so-called protests, right? And we won't talk about that, but oh, because of the, the Capitol riot, that's the worst thing in the world. All right, it was bad, but you got to have everything get put in the same boat and criticize it equally. You can't say the Capitol riot was bad, but not the BLM stuff. You can't say that BLM stuff was bad, but not the Capitol riot. It's got to be equal. In my mind, and in reality, it's the same thing. The BLM riots that spiral out of control, which are numerous, versus the Capitol riot, which was like the only one that did that. They went out of control on our side. Everybody has their own personal convictions. Everybody says, we're going to do wrong because we feel like it's right. We feel like we have the right to do so because we've been wronged. We have personal convictions. We, we, gotta, we got personal convictions, personal grievances. We got to go out there and protest and it might not be peaceful. That's what both sides feel. So they got to be treated the same. AOC does not want to do that. And she did not do that in her Instagram live. All right. So yeah, that whole thing was a joke. It was like an hour long. Just a bunch of nonsense, a bunch of game playing. Like I said before, it's like a big game, a chess, way too long a game of chess. It's like, all right, y'all going to go ahead and just do checkmate. What's happening? Y'all up here just, you know, moving pieces. It's like, come on, let's go ahead and get to the end of it. But anyway, that's what's going on with that. All right. And thank y'all again for joining. I'll get to the calls in about 15 minutes. Y'all just hang tight. I know you guys want to call in and talk about a few things. Um, oh, the next topic that I want to address right quick. I did a video about this was um the soho karen i don't know if you guys remember that story i did a video i did two videos about this uh the lady maya Ponsetto. there was a video that kind of went viral people were like hey abl do video on this this is racist all this and that and i saw the video and the and the basic premise was here's a racist white woman accusing the 14 year old black boy of selling their phone when he didn't do it that was a premise, but I'm seeing the video. I'm like, I can't tell she's white. She has a mask on. I don't know what she is. Even in the news stories, when they first broke, they were saying she's assumed to be white. I'm like, okay, I know what's going on here. We don't know if she's black, white, Puerto Rican or whatever. I'm going to just hold my judgment. I'm going to hold my reaction. And of course, she was not white, wound up being Puerto Rican and a bunch of other stuff mixed at best. All right. But well, mixed at worst than Puerto Rican at best, right? But the, the narrative was she was accusing this boy of stealing their phone and it was racist. But in reality, she just freaked out because she thought she lost her she, she figured she lost her phone. But she did lose her phone. She was able to get it back, not from him, but from the hotel, from, I guess, the, the front desk. She freaked out and overreacted. And then why not get into a tussle with the boy over the phone? That's what happened. It was not some kind of racially motivated attack. You know, because he's black, all this and that. And the third, that was not it. And she was not white. And then she dropped the the atomic bomb on Gail King that I've been waiting for. When Gail King was trying to bring up the idea of, well, it, it may have been a racist attack. And she's like, well, look, I don't I don't understand that because how can I be racist? I mean, you know, I'm Puerto Rican and Greek and all this and that. And Gail King was like, well, are you saying you can't be racist because... You're a person of color? She says, yes, with a straight face. 
And Gail King kind of paused for a moment, just for a moment, and was like, kind of dumbfounded. Because what you're going to say, because I've been told for the past few years that if you are a so-called person of color, meaning non-white, you cannot be racist. People called this show and they said that racism is um, discrimination with power. If you don't have the power to deny anybody a job or a loan, which is totally dumb to even talk about in 2021. But anyway, they say you cannot have power to if you don't have power over someone, then you can't be a racist. So I guess whites are the only ones with power. Nobody black has any power. Nobody Hispanic has any power. Nobody Asian has any power. I think Xi Jinping would beg to differ. I think Oprah would beg to differ. Speaking about Gail King, that's uh, Oprah's bestie. I think uh, people all over the world that are not white would beg to differ, right? So the, the idea was dumb to begin with, but this is the woke definition. This is widely accepted, all right? So when she pulls that card on her, it's like, I, I got you. What you going to do? That's Uno. Boom. I got you. What you going to do? And then Gail King had to admit that you can be racist even if you are not white. So I'm like, okay, is that going to be how you feel going forward? So if Gail King ever has an interview with somebody and there is an issue of racism that comes up, even if not from Gail King. Like, let's say, for example, she has a black person on there and they're racist against a white person. And she doesn't it, she doesn't bring that up. She doesn't explore that. Then you know what time it is. You just you just phoning. You're a liar. You're not being consistent with your beliefs because you said that you can be racist even if you're not white. But now you want to say, oh, you can't when it's something else, when it's something different. It's dumb. But she pulled that car. And what you going to say? And after it was revealed that Maya Ponsetto, a.k.a. the, so the Soho Karen was not white. All the steam behind that story went away. It totally, when it first broke, they had a, had a petition, 100,000 signatures, all of that. All, that. all the attention of the whole world was on it. And then when the face got revealed, oh, nope, not white. Move right along. Zimmerman was almost canceled like that. A lot of the steam behind that died when they realized that he was not white. But even still to this day, some still think that he's white. When you see this guy, he's obviously not white. But I digress. <laughs> Thank y'all again for joining. All righty. And what else we got going on? Oh, we got a few trolls in the house. Hey, to all the trolls, if you're watching this stream, you're making me money right now. So thank you. So if you want to come in here and troll and hate, hey, it's hey, you, you all you're doing is just helping me. You're helping more viewers and more attention and the algorithm. So if you really want to suck it to a Trump supporter, go out there and make them make some money. <laughs> That's so dumb. That's so stupid. But hey, it is what it is. What else we got going on? Okay. Super chats on deck. Then I'm going to get to those. Hey, you know, the funniest thing is when trolls super chat. It's like, you paying a troll? Wow. What kind of life is that? You must really enjoy your mom's basement so much. You would you will pay money to troll somebody. Shout out to MFC3067 for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Thank you to Apu Bakar, Al Puff Daddy, for a few super chats. I'm going to read right quick. Who says, ABL, in your humble opinion, who was the better president for the black community? Mr. Obama, Mr. Trump. Trump all day long because Trump, what Trump, the main thing that I like that Trump did was open your eyes to the reality of the world around you. Obama was no more than a used car salesman telling you whatever you wanted to hear to get you into the car. All right. And the car was failing economy, uh, bad policies for the black community, for the whole nation, for the whole world, really. 
But Trump was like, hey, man, here's the reality of the situation. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be raw. I'm going to be imperfect, but I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to be here just for y'all. I'm going to do this for my nation, for, for my country. And that's what he did. A lot of guys I know, they, they really have taken off since Trump. People that hated Trump at the beginning, I get DMs all the time, calls all the time. You were right, man. You know, Trump 2020, hope he wins. They're stealing it from him. People are awake now. He's awakened a lot of people that were just totally sleeping, not even knowing what's going on. So Trump was most certainly better for the black community and for the country, period. All right. Shout out to Apu who says, if Colin Powell ran in 1996 as a Republican, he would have been the first black president and there would have been no scandal for Mr. Clinton. Uh, too bad. Thank you to Apple who says, ABO, did you see the white woman who forced her white baby boys to worship a black woman? Thoughts? I saw that. I did. A, I just showed that a little while ago. He also says, RIP Cannon Hennett, Scoria Turner, Horace Lorenzo um, Anderson Jr., Italia Kelly, David Dorn, David Underwood, Tamaris Bohannon, Bernal Tremell, Harold P Preston, David McAtee, Chris Beattie, and Jose Gutierrez. Uh, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, AOC, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, Chuck Schumer should be impeached for the BLM and Antifa riots. Exactly. Also, thank you, President Trump, for bringing hostages home, for moving embassy to Jerusalem, for funding HBCUs, for pardoning reform prisoners, for protecting religious freedom, for being pro-life. That's facts. Uh, and for defeating America versus China, Iran, ISIS. Shout out to Leo, who says, so can we impeach a president without due process? Okay, Democrats, you asked for it. Rep. Green, Marjorie Green of Georgia, Republican, will, it full, will full impeachment for Biden? That won't go anywhere, but the, that's a good point that you make and that she made. It's like, all right, if we're just going to go ahead and, you know, go ahead and just impeach for whatever, then let's go ahead and do it. Let's go ahead and do it. For, for, for any president that comes along, that's going to be the normal thing to impeach. All right. That'd be just like a, a rebuke. It'd be the impeachment. It'd be the same thing. We can waste time and money, all of that on impeachment rather than governing. All right. I mean, shout out to Matthew says, I just listened to Lotus Eater's take on AOC's video. I know you don't like Sargon, but what you what do you think about his take on AOC engaging in Nazi talk? Nonetheless, that woman is straight up insane. I've not seen his take on it, so I don't know. Um, but Nazi talk, what you talking about? I, I'm not sure what you mean as far as that, but I did see one part of it after I did my video where she was talking about, oh, we got to liberate Southern states, liberate Southern states. That's an invocation of violence because the last time we quote unquote liberated or they tried to liberate themselves in the South, that was a civil war. When they, when they became the Confederacy, they were trying to liberate themselves back then. That was a civil war. You had hundred thousand Americans. Well, more than that, you had over six figures of Americans that died in that war. So let's not talk about liberation and secession and stuff like that, AOC, because you can't be advocating for violence now, can you? But I digress. Thank you to Ryan Walker, who says, do you think the citizens will fight back if there's mass gun confiscation? I don't think there will be mass gun confiscation. I think it won't even get to that point because people are just not going to give it up and people aren't going to enforce it. That's the reality. Just like what's going on right here with the mask mandate, there's no enforcement of it. If they're not going to enforce mask mandates, then they're not going to enforce gun confiscation. That's just my humble opinion. Thank you to Xavier Matthews who says, love your work. Thank you for that. I appreciate you, boss. 
Shout out to Jenny who says Trump should build his own servers, create his own internet, his own platforms, apps, media, news, true news, Trump channel. Uh, on internet, it might not be possible. Let me see. Justice Smith says 3K subs are because of riot opinion, so not Antifa. I mean, I don't know. Like, this, the YouTube is weird because I was stuck at like 788 for a while. So it, it's just weird. I don't know what's going on. It could be because of my opinion, but you're going to have different opinions at a time like this regardless. Because if I say that, um, if, I, if I say that it was stolen or whatever, people are going to be like, all right, well, I'll back up a little bit. If I say that the Capitol riot was all right, then people are going to say, what are you talking about, ABL? You always preach peace. You always said, don't go out there and do that. You didn't go to the riot. So why are you trying to tell me to go to the riot? So I would get called fake for going back on what I said previously about the riots or about engaging in violence in the street. I've always preached peace. So if I preach violence, then I'm a hypocrite. Then I'm whack. But since I don't preach a thing that some people want me to preach, then so it's you're going to have people that are upset in general. That's just what's happening. And the, the follower loss is bigger on Twitter where a lot of QAnon accounts are getting banned and people are leaving because of Trump getting banned. I mean, the the stock market price for Twitter has plummeted ever since they banned Trump because Trump was, they said he was, all, half of all the traffic on Twitter was Trump. Either Trump's tweets or People responding to Trump or things related to Trump. Half of all their traffic was Trump. So a lot of people left the platform. People are just shitting followers left and right. So what you going to do? You can't do nothing about that, really. Shout out to Brian J. Mader, who says so much. Uh, a lot of misinformation going on right now is crazy. Fact check everything, folks. They're trying to make us people look like fools. Yeah, There's a lot of misinformation going on. A lot of just straight fake news being put out there. But see, at a time like this, people are trying to grasp for certain, for certain things that make sense to them. And they're trying to make sense of what's going on right now. So they're more, they're more open to just fake information. That's just simply not true at all. Shout out to Madam CEO for your donation. Thank you to Buck versus Windshield who says, if Trump is guilty of causing the riot for saying fight for your rights, then soon Beastie Boys will be jailed for a fight for your right to party. Yeah, <laughs> that's facts. Rapper 10,000 says Facebook has lost billions of dollars. Yes, they did. I think it was like, what, 34 billion last time I checked and market share because they had banned Trump. Oh, yeah. You see, but these social media platforms, the the reason why they're banning Trump is I, they, they've been wanting to do it. A lot of their employees want this to happen. You got to understand, they're, they're, the people's employees that work at these uh, Facebook, Twitter, they wanted to get Trump out of there. So there might have been a mutiny internally if they didn't do it. So they're trying to balance between, you know, the ads and their employees and the users. It's just it's a whole lot going on. But I think it's mostly their user, their employees that were getting triggered about Trump. And that's probably why they went ahead and did it. In my humble opinion, if not for their employees, it may have been like a pause or just a temporary locking out for like a day or something like that. It wouldn't have been a permanent ban. Christopher says, oh, just a cup of joy. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Ian who says, as conservatives, we need to take, take back the culture and education. Yuri Bezmanov said the communists would subvert the American people, and they did. Correct. Unfortunately, we can, we can get it back, but we can't just let them, meaning the left, have education and government 
and mainstream media, social media, we can't let them dominate everything. We got to continue to really press forward. All right. Yes, Trump was impeached again. He was impeached on account of inciting a riot. Shout out to Bandana Dan, who says, now that you no longer have a way to hear what Trump is actually saying, liberals have set themselves up nicely to be spoon fed what they're totally saying. Well done, sheep. Well done. Exactly. Thank you to Bearbait01 who says, all of 2020 was a scam. 2021 looks like it will be too. Just want my man Trump back. Thank you to Gregory for your donation who says, when you silence the president, you silence the American people. The Nazi Socialist Party did the same thing. The left called President Trump, so did President Hitler. We need to open our eyes. Orlando says, do you feel President Trump should have responded to the U.S. Capitol riot differently? I think he responded in the best way he knows how. I'm not really sure what else he could have done aside from what he did. Maybe the first one could have been more direct. I think that he's responded now, I think, three times officially, like with, with prepared videos and stuff like that. I think the first one wasn't as good as it could have been. The second one was better. And then the last one was spot on. It was what he had to say. He had to be very clear and say, I denounce anybody that is out there rioting. Anybody that supports the rioting, I denounce as well. I've been saying that from the beginning. Um, and, I, and I knew that eventually he would say it. He would say it expressly like that. So I'm glad that he did that. Yeah, he, he could have done much better in the beginning, but I'm glad he's come around and said what he said now. Shout out to Gregory who says, oh, I read that one. Uh, hold on. Matter of fact, he got some more, but I'm going to read it in a little bit. Thank you to Seji, who says, it is not physically impossible for people to have heard Trump and then break into the Capitol like time and space. Oh, is it not physically impossible? Sorrow from Hiroshima. He also says, Japan is militarizing against our constitution's reunification or renunciation, pardon me, of war. Because the U.S. who provides security is busy being barbarians. Please stop. Wow. Yeah, because wasn't that like one of the the um, the the conditions of the war ending that we had to provide the security? You guys can have a military. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. But um, what's happening with the Capitol riot? I'm gonna get back to your first super chat and thank you for your super chats. I appreciate you. Uh, what's happening is that you had some. Extreme QAnon people. I'm not saying everybody affiliated with Q is extreme. Don't get that twisted. Because I've met plenty of Q people and I've not met anybody crazy. But you got some crazy people that do follow Q. You had some of them that went and invaded the Capitol. You also had Antifa. Um, you also had some white supremacists. You had subversive groups that aren't part of the MAGA movement, really. Because I, I go to, you know, Trump rallies all over the country. I've been to Trump rallies in California. I've been Texas. Uh, I've been Florida. I've been Virginia, of course. I've been Georgia. I've been here. I've been a lot of different places. And it's always love. It's nothing but love. Always. It's always peace. It's always straight. All right. So to have it go the wrong way, you don't have good people there. People like Baked Alaska, a well-known troll. Guys like him, you stay away from. Because you, when he's there, you're going to have trouble. A lot of guys that shouldn't be there, Matthew Heinbach, who's a well-known white supremacist, guys like that were there to cause problems. That They are not typically at Trump rallies. Because I'm around this stuff. I'm, I'm in with the end. They're not generally there. When they get there, it's going to be problems. They were the ones that started this stuff. So we shouldn't be claiming that. People that went to Trump's event didn't even know about what was going on with these other people. 
but I digress. Thank you to Chris Jackson who says, what about Hunter Biden scandal? Uh, the FBI is still on that as far as I know. They're still investigating it, so I'm not really sure what they're going to come up with. If they're ever going to, you know, come to a conclusion, they're going to bring them up on charges or what? I have no idea, but I guess it's still going on officially. Shout out to Christian who says, President Donald J. Trump made history today as the only president ever to be impeached twice without ever having to leave office. <laughs> exactly. Hilarious. Thank you to Ray who says, when's the next Pelosi office tour? Breadline versus prison. What's the difference? Shout out to Gregory who says, Schumer did the same thing in 13 with the Supreme Court. Thought Clinton would win. Backfire. President Trump put three justices. Going to backfire again. There you go. Uh, let me see. Shout out to Hudson Jackson who says, you gonna to Jack Dorsey. I'm a private country and I could do whatever I want. That's right. That's right. Clown Sheet 22 says, since things in this country are clearly headed for worse, suppression of free speech, how do we fix this country and turn things around? You got to just act locally, vote locally. Because if you're not, if you're just focusing on the president, that ain't going to, you're going to be ran over because the other side, they're organizing locally right now. Matter of fact, they're already organized locally. So you got to do the same thing as well. That's just kind of how that goes. All right. So let me get to the next one. Shout out to Angel who says, Count Paula Harris said in the primaries, she will issue an executive order, mandatory gun buybacks. In other words, gun confiscation. Well, good luck with that one. Second Amendment trying to subvert that with a um, executive order. <laughs> yeah, right. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Shout out to Bones who says, as a MAGA supporter, we've been labeled, censored, and attacked openly for years as our cries go unheard. We are now called domestic terrorists in our own list. Even after that, we still call for peace. I mean, that's what we are. If we don't call for peace, then what are we? Thank you to Lillian who says, do you think we'll experience something similar to the troubles like Northern Ireland did through the 60s and the 90s? Uh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so because the Northern Ireland thing is very, 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 you're talking about religion. That's a whole different ball of wax right there. Okay. And if I'm wrong about that, the troubles in religion and, you know, the PLO and, you know, the different nations. If I'm wrong about that, let me know in the comments. <clears throat> Alexandra says, who knew Puerto Rican was a race? That's hilarious. I, I guess it's like the equivalent of saying Hispanic. That's not really a race either. But I know one thing. If you get to claim Hispanic, that means you're not white. On your census, they say, okay, are you white, non-Hispanic? That's all you need to know. You can be straight from... Um, Madrid and say I'm Hispanic and then they say you're not white but I digress shout out to Matthew who says from our earlier super chat then by Nazi talk Sargon meant it is AOC's rhetoric is the same as Hitler's rhetoric which leads to believe she wouldn't think twice about executing her political enemies of course that's facts shout out to Liz C who says watching with my 13 year old son and he likes to say hi it's a ABL he's a big fan well shout out to you man thank you for watching I appreciate your boss alrighty thank you Shout out to Kenneth, who says, with all the craziness on the left, censoring people in the federal government, encroaching more in the citizens' rights, what do you think this will push more support to the rising Texas movement? Um, that's a good question. Uh, what you mean as far as Texas becoming a sovereign state away from the United States? Uh, that, that's a, it, it can, but like I was saying in the previous show, I think before Texas would succeed, you would have California break up. There, there could be some changes in the United States as far as you know, the the country, the states, and it, there could be some changes coming up. A lot of these real big states might kind of break up. But um, that's a very good question. That that definitely could happen. And if Texas does succeed, I think they should do it sooner than later because 
Um, what you don't want is a bunch of Californians to rush in there before they break away and then create California 2.0. But then at that point, they'd be a sovereign country without having the federal government. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think you really would want to have if, if you have an independent Texas, you need to have the border wall go up from <laughs> what's that? Uh, New Mexico, whatever that is, to Arkansas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, go all the way up and around it for sure. All right. We got Super Chats out of the way for now. And we get to the phone calls in a minute. Thank you all for joining. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. The number is always in the description box below. It's also always in the ticker right here below the screen. All righty. Let me see. Let's go ahead and get this rocking and rolling. Let me get my stuff set up and then we'll be ready to go. And let's do my speakers properly. Okay, then we're ready to go. Let me see. Yeah, but see, it's it's funny because if somebody, if I say, if I say Texas might secede and become its own thing, then somebody may say, are you trying to advocate for secession? You're advocating for violence. But AOC says, hey, the Southern state should be liberated. So what does that mean? What does liberation mean? Does that mean that liberated from what? Liberated from the federal government? But I move on. Call you on, call you on speaking to um, 919. Yes. Hey, ABL. What's happening? Hey, uh, uh, real quick. Uh, I know it was a week or two ago, but uh, my condolences for your recent loss with your family. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and I wanted to, uh, real quick, let you know about the whole parlor thing. Um, right when that was going on, uh, AR15.com also, uh, got delisted by GoDaddy. Uh, they were citing that there were, uh, violations of their, uh, uh, rules for inciting violence that they never specified. And, uh, the same thing happened with, uh, the, uh, Virginia Citizens Defense League. Um, here in Virginia, their email distribution company also uh, dumped them for unspecified policy violations. So it's not just, uh, you know, the president being delisted by uh, Twitter and stuff. It's uh, the left's going after everybody. Yeah, that's that's really unfortunate because I feel like once they could just take one website down, one big one like Parler, then they can do other ones. It's just a, a never ending thing. This is what I talk about when I say. You know, domino effect, slippery slope. When they do one thing, they always go towards the next. It's never going to stop with them. Exactly. And um, uh, I tried to write down talking points. Um, I've always wanted to call in because I, I really appreciate your show. And I think you do a lot of great things um, for everyone in the country. Uh, my concern, you know, going along with uh, them blocking people, uh, restricting uh, communications. Uh, you know, I've got a 12-year-old son, and over the past year, I've, you know, watched him lose his right to go to school. Um, you know, he was really big looking into doing football. He doesn't get to do that for who knows how long. Um, you know, with uh, the change in president coming, we're looking at additional, you know, rights and uh you know things granted through the constitution the bill of rights being taken away 
and I've never really been overly concerned when a presidential election happened. Um, and I don't want to turn into some paranoid, you know, they're coming after me person, but I've personally never felt like, uh, after an election, like anything that, uh, I'm going to come home and find like a burning fist on my lawn or (laughs) something like that. Um, and I guess my question with that is as a, you know, a working Joe, just a guy living paycheck to paycheck. Um, I've, you know, protested at the Virginia Capitol for stuff, um, but they don't want to listen to us. They don't want to even talk to us. How can we even fight to preserve these rights uh, that we have if they don't want to listen and they don't want to talk? Well, you got to get your people in office. Like people talk about voting. Voting is good, but you got to get those that you can actually get in there. I think what I was talking about before is uh, what Chent Yuger from Young Turks is doing. He's behind a group called Justice Democrats, and they are financially behind AOC, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, Cory Bush, Jamal Bowman, and a few more. And they put them in power. They took out all the incumbents. I think Joe Crowley in New York had been there for like eight or nine terms consecutively. He was a high-level guy. And then all of a sudden, here comes AOC, the bartender out of nowhere, just taking over. Soft seats, places they go unopposed. You got to take them over, put your own people in there that will do your bidding. That's how you do it because you can go out there and talk to people. But if you didn't put them in, if they're not your guys, then they don't care. Put your guys in there, then you can get something done. That would be the best way to go about it. Yeah, I guess it it just gets very frustrating uh... I mean, especially this election cycle, I wasn't even worried too much about the presidential election because, like you said, we need to get people in on our side locally. And it was sort of the same thing that happened uh, with the presidential election. We had several seats moved over to Republican, and then at the last minute, just votes showed up and all of a sudden our candidates lost. So it was a little disparaging. But I, I agree with you. And frankly, listening to you and uh, hearing a level-headed person being straight with good and bad on, you know, what's going on and being honest on the issues is very, very refreshing. And I really appreciate your show. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah. Nope. Thank you. All right now. Take care. You too. All right. A great call. Excellent call. We got a few more we got to get to here. Let's get to four eight four. You're allowed. I'm speaking to. Hey, Avio, how's it going? Everything's good, man. How about yourself. Oh shit. shit. Hey, can you hear me now? I hear you. All right, cool. I'm, I just want to make sure you can hear me uh, clearly. Uh, I was, uh, what I wanted to touch on. I was talking to a few people today, and just the fact that. Somebody told me that if because Twitter and Facebook deleted President Trump's accounts and that's like half, like 80 million people that's following him. So is it true that if 80 million people were to delete their Facebook and Twitter accounts, that's like $34 billion they lose right there? Well, as far as the number of people that deleted their accounts or they may delete it, I'm not sure how much money that would actually translate into, but they lost that much in market share because of the stock price going down because it's, it's a public company. You can buy that right now on the stock market. So when they took away Trump, they knew that it'd be 
traffic that's lost. So people that had invested and sold their shares off. So they lost that much in market cap. So I'm assuming they obviously don't really care that much at this point. Because like you said, he just did it because his employees couldn't stand him. They were triggered by him. Well, that's that's probably part of it. You know, it's, it's a lot of different reasons. But I think one of the big reasons is because of the employees. Because there had been a bunch of stuff internally that had been leaking from a lot of these social media companies saying how much they hate Trump and, you know, Trump's got to go and how much they hate anybody conservative. So when the Capitol thing happened, it was probably a big problem at Facebook, YouTube or whatever in the headquarters with their employees. So that, that, that probably was a big part of the reason why they went ahead and banned them. And also with social media companies, when one company, one big company does something, everybody, they all do the same thing. If YouTube does it, Facebook could do it. Everybody does it. That's that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, and and also, um, I was talking, and I was talking to a few of my coworkers who um, they did not know any. They were shocked to the, the fact that I brought up that people Kamala Harris and a few people in her party were inciting violence. It's like people forgot about what happened four years ago. When they say Trump had to go, they're just they're just going off of what they see on TV because it's like. If if you actually hit them with facts, they have nothing to say after that because the past four years it's been nothing. It's been nothing but peace, quiet. Well, besides until 2020, but every, every like 2017, 18, 19, besides Charlottesville, everything's been peaceful. And another thing I wanted to touch on, you said Matthew. Would you? What was the name that you said? Matthew something. I, I don't. I don't know what you're referring to. Oh, because you said uh, one of the troublemakers who, who were in, involved in the Trump crowds, and you brought oh, up the name Matthew. Matthew Heimbach. Yeah. I, 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 wasn't he at the Charlottesville? He was at the Charlottesville yes. protest, right? Yes. Yeah, I recognize him. He was, he was the one with the glasses on. He was part of the, uh, the uh, neo-Nazis or the white supremacists, one of them. Yep. Yeah, I've seen his interview, and um, yeah, he gave off that vibe. He does seem like an extreme troublemaker because just... And then most of those guys are like, it's like, oh, this is just my opinion. It's like, they're like, they're kind of like wannabe Ku Klux, Ku Klux Klan members because they don't really, it's, I don't know, they don't really seem as organized they used, as, as they appear to be. I don't know. Exactly. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Well, thank you for your but, call, man. But I, all right, thanks. I know. All righty. So shout out to y'all. Let me see. Hold on. I think Matthew actually was not there. So that's my fault. Because it's, it's, it's a story right here. Because I saw a picture. It looked just like him, but it was not him. Matter of fact, I'm going to put it up right here. It says, man decry social media post Lincoln Hamilton Capitol protests. And Matthew Heimbaugh, a man whose social media post suggested took part in Wednesday. Someone in the U.S. Capitol is speaking out. He told Fox News on Friday he was not in D.C. on Wednesday, as some social media post suggested, but he was all the way in Tennessee. So that's him right there. Now, they need to show a picture of who the guy looked like. It looked identical to him right there. All right. Yeah, they're not, not going to show the picture. He looked just like that, but he wasn't there. But guys like him were there, but he was not there, just to make sure that it's clear. All right. Let's get to some more. 
I call you online. Speaking to six one seven. Six one seven. Hello. Yes. Yes. How you doing, man? Everything's doing, good. What's Mr. happening? Logan? What's happening? You doing good? Do you read the uh, the tax uh, uh, the uh, the court documents? Uh, the Trump campaign versus the state of Georgia. The Trump campaign versus the state of Pennsylvania. Do you read those documents? What, nope. what do you get? No, I've you not read them. How, well, how come you haven't read it? What's the point in reading them? Well, you read them because then you're going to find the information what the Trump campaign, the lawyers from the Trump campaign were demanding uh, versus the response from the judges. So you got all the information there. Do you read the uh, report from the DOJ, uh, the investigation that was launched with uh, Bill Barr? Which one? No, well, it was an investigation about the... Alligator water fraud that uh, Tony was saying. So look, he, how, how about how about this? How about this? Get to your point. Uh, no, that's my point. I'm I'm, I'm expecting uh, look, for you to this, have been ready all the stuff though. So, what's, so what's the point? What's the point in doing discuss, that? What's what's the purpose of doing that when I, when I know the outcome? When I know the result? So what's the point? So so you knew so you knew there was no water fraud, all right? I know I know it's what they in came basal, up with. Basal, I know basal, I know it's what they came up with. Those documents. Huh? I know that's what they came up with. Well, that's what it was. They counted. They counted the the the, the vote Listen, three listen. Times, okay, so. we're not we're not gonna do this. I know oh, what. So you don't want to tell let, the Listen, truth. <laughs> listen. I'm gonna just go ahead and talk. I know what the results of those investigations were. So it's no point even talking about that. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, so there was no evidence that there was fraud. Because listen, I know what the results of those um, investigations were. So there's no point in talking about. It. Talk about something else. Look, I mean, you can talk about something else. You can move on to the next call. If the President of the United States was briefed about all these agencies with all this information that there was no voter fraud, no voter fraud at all. Actually, one person illegally voted because for the dead person that voted for him. That he I mean, was, look, he was, I don't understand. Uh, like, what's, what's, what is your point? We've already talked about this before. My, my point is... We've had the same conversation before. We've had the same, so we same talk before. So why you wanna, why, why when I call you want to listen, call listen. me up like you're not... We've had the same talk before. You called yesterday or whenever it was, said the same exact thing. What's the point in talking about it? If I, you know, I, I see you on the street. Hey, did you see the, you see the report? Oh, what did it say? It said it wasn't no fraud. Oh, okay, great. You call back again. Hey, you see the report? No, nope. what did it say? Oh, it's fraud. What's the point in doing that? Come up with something else. But see, you know what? What's funny is that you were still talking the whole time. That means you're not even listening. So. When I talk, nobody can hear you at all. I can't even hear you until I just stop talking and push this button right here on my computer to unmute myself. Like, I mute myself and your call from the audience. So, come up with another topic to talk about something else. Talk about impeachment, talk about something, or I'm going to just go ahead and bang up the line and get to the next call. Okay, so that I'm on now? You're on now. Okay, so if, if the President of the United States was briefed that the, the, the complaint See, you're not listening. from the... You're not listening. Are you, were you listening to what I said? So that's what I'm saying. But are you listening? Look, are you listening to what I'm saying though? If you're listening to what I'm saying, then you move on to the next topic. The reason why Twitter banned this president because he. All right, all right, all right. DOJ. All right, all right. I don't got no time for that. So basically, what Ivan was saying was that he's saying that the election stuff was. They, they, they investigated it, DOJ, whatever, they came up with a conclusion, and then Trump is opposing it. But he already said that. We already had a conversation. It's, it's not even really important anymore. Talk about the impeachment. Talk about something else. 
talk about what's going to be next rather than rehashing the same old thing. And then if I ask you to move on and you don't move on, I'll just make up the line and move on to the next one. So that's what I did. Let me get to the next call. All righty, let me get to 315 on the line I'm speaking to. Oh, hi, ABL. All righty, man, what's going on? Who am I speaking to? This is Brett from New York. Oh, dang it. Um, I was just wondering about impeachment. All right. And and I was and I was listening to Alan Dershowitz and he's really informative on and how how a lot of these like the last two like the last impeachment attempt before this one is not based in the con and like it doesn't satisfy the criteria and the for the impeachment or I mean in the Constitution. You said it, you said it one more time now? I'm not I'm kinda of having a hard time following you. The, I was listening to Alan Dershowitz. Yeah. And he's talking about how all the impeach the impeachment criteria in the Constitution, they're not satisfied by these articles of impeach or the last two articles of impeachment. And and what Trump like what Trump was saying and his and his 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 speech at the Stop the Seal rally at Capitol Hill, like he never directly incited, he never incited any anything, like because, like he never incited an insurrection, because in order to incite, you have to actually call for a direct. An- action or okay yeah so, i mean the thing about it is the thing about it that might that might be the opinion of a lawyer but that's fine but when it, it all boils down to what congress does and they already then went ahead and went through with it now i don't think they'll be I'll, they probably won't be able to convict because you got to have two-thirds supermajority to be able to do that in the senate so that's going to be a tall order so it's kind of just political theater, in my humble opinion. And also, it's kind of concerning if they try Trump after he gets removed from office, because yep. then that would mean that basically they can they can impeach and try citizens that are not in that are not in the presidency, and it'll open the door to a lot of bad, like potentially bad. Thanks. Yeah, definitely. It, it definitely can be some some issues that go on, man. But thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. All right, thank you. I know. All right, shout out to the caller. Let's get to a few more here. The number to call four three four six five eight one two two zero. Three or four, you're online. I'm speaking to. This is old Cameron. How you doing, ABL? I'm doing all right, man. About yourself? Hey, I'm doing okay. Uh, I was wanting to talk about these Democrats. Uh, surprise, surprise! But I think they're creating Republicans, new Republicans every day, for the way they they're acting over this insurrection BS and all that. Oh yeah, because people are starting to, you know, that that was going on even before the election. People were starting to kind of flip, and they don't like what Democrats are doing, and then. 
once they get further into this year and they start to do crazy stuff and talking about Green New Deal and all this and that, people are going to be like, wait a minute, this is just too crazy. This is just too much. And then they're going to, it'd be even crazier when they go through with the whole impeachment thing and then don't convict them. So it was like, what's the, what's the point in that? You're trying to distract people. You, you guys are playing games. I don't want to deal with this. So I think they're going to create a lot more new Republicans by doing what they're doing. Yeah, I think they're basically guaranteeing that they're going to be losing 2022. I think they're going to be losing both the Senate and the House. Uh, and maybe it's just paving the way for uh, another re-election for Trump in 2024. He'll be the first one since the Grover Cleveland, in whatever year he was, be the first non-consecutive two-term president. He'll be the second. Trump will. Yeah, that, that'd be wild. If he can do it, if he can pull it off, that'd be wild. And and for anybody to say Trump lost this election, it's complete BS. I mean, I know I can't cuss on here, but it, it's complete BS. Whoever says Trump lost this election, like, just look at this one part in Texas, Rio Grande. No one's even won that since, like, Teddy Rosenbelt or something. And, and there's no way he lost this election. And even if Joe Biden does get in there, he he ain't, he's gonna be illegitimate. He's gonna be more illegitimate than the Democrats say Trump was. Right, I'm with you. Uh, and VP Pence, I think he's done portrayed us because if he if he would have got his second term as VP, he was basically guaranteeing himself to be president because he's he's basically gonna get at least sixty some million votes. In 2024, he must not be one. He must not want to be president awful bad because he must have been. He must have been sick of it because he's basically guaranteed to be president. I think. Now, I think I think Pence did right because people wanted Pence to do something, but he couldn't do anything legally. So I don't think he was just. Well, he could have sent it. He could have sent it to the state legislature for like a ten day audit or whatever it was. It wasn't gonna make a difference. Like he, it wasn't make a difference. Like it, nothing, nothing he could have done would have prevented the outcome. So it's like, if you do that, then it, it makes it just makes them look worse politically, and you, you you're gonna have a harder time being able to get stuff done. It wouldn't made a difference. I think I think Pence did right. Pence has been a really strong ally of Trump throughout this whole time. Always there, always doing whatever had to be done. Never wavering, regardless of what he tried to say. He always been there. So I don't think that I, I don't think that Pence has betrayed us. I think that he did what he was able to do. Do you think Trump will run twenty twenty four? Uh it's possible. I mean if he wants to Do you to. think he'll have Pants as his running mate? But I wanna ask this. You think Pants will be his running mate in twenty twenty four or be someone else? You think he'll trust Pants again? I, I don't think he'll have Pants because I think that might be kind yeah, of a that, that might be kind of a damaged relationship. So he might try to do some he might try to have somebody else if he runs again. I think you'll get Ron DeSantis, honestly. Ron DeSantis. It could be uh, Florida. Yeah, you could. That's who I think. Yeah. Well, thank you for setting my call, brother. It's good to talk to you again. Well, I tried calling last time, but you had like 5,000 people watching. You couldn't get through. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, uh, thank, th thank you for your call, man. There's something wrong with your number because, like, you be calling in, like, you be getting through, you'll ring a couple times, and boom, busy. I don't know. You you want to get two numbers or something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, good talking to you. All right, same to you. All right. Yes, that's a real accent. That's West Virginia. You know, that's where I'm originally from. That's where I was born, West Virginia. 
and I've heard that before. I've heard the accent before up there, up in the hollows and whatnot. That's how they talk. So it is what it is. All right. So shout out to my man coming all the way from Doug V. And um, Pence is not a traitor. Why? Well, I don't understand where that. I don't understand where that came from. Pence couldn't do anything more than what he did because check it out. If Pence could have somehow turned an election around, then that means that same power was um, something that Joe Biden could have done when Trump got in office. Remember? Remember when they said, oh, this, this election is fake because of the Russian interference and responding on your campaign. But Joe Biden couldn't do nothing. All he could do would just be like, oh, OK, we certify the electors. That's all they could do. But they were saying back then how Russia was involved. They even spied. They spied. Imagine if Trump spied on the Joe Biden campaign. Imagine if he did that. What, 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 what would the reaction be if Trump spied on the Joe Biden campaign? Joe Biden and Obama spied on Trump and still couldn't do nothing with the election when it happened. They had to let it just go. So if Pence has that power, then Joe Biden would have had that power. Pence couldn't do no more than what he did. There was a, a, a school of thought out there that says he could have done something, but he couldn't. I mean, what you want him to do? He can't do more than what he's able to do. 404, your line, I'm speaking to. Hello, 404, I'm speaking to. Hey, what's up, ABL, man? I listen to you all the time, man. I'm so happy to be able to speak to you. How's it going, brother? Everything's going to hit complain about yourself. All right, man. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling, man. Hey, man. So, uh, hey, have you seen those pictures, uh, a picture that Project Veritas put out of, like, some court uh, document? Uh, this girl, Rachel Rodriguez, she got arrested for some, uh, like, four felony charges. One was, uh, like, election fraud, illegal voting, and a couple other things. I was wondering if you've seen that yet. That that pretty much just came out a couple minutes ago, I think. Um, I, I, I heard about that, but I've not seen it with my own two eyes. But I did hear about that, about the ballot harvesting and stuff like that. Yes, sir. Yeah, I did hear about that. Okay, cool, man. Well, hey, man, uh, another, another thing, man. I'll make it quick. I know you got a bunch of calls, man. Um, Hey, do you ever go check the Donald.win? I've heard about that. I've seen it a few times. Okay. Hey man, you should definitely check it out, man. Uh, it's like, it's, it's pretty much all Trump supporters. Definitely. But, uh, but it, they always put out some pretty good stuff, man. I feel like, you know, if, if you ever looked at it, it'd probably give you some, some more stuff to talk about. Not, not that there's not a million things to talk about, but, uh, but yeah, brother, I, I appreciate you taking my call, man. Uh, like I said, man, I watch you all the time, dude. And, um, I'm definitely happy to be able to uh, call in and get, uh, you know, get picked or whatever. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yes, sir. Take it easy, brother. All righty, great call. Shout out to my man. Um, hold on, I'm gonna go back. I saw a comment I wanted to comment on. I really want to address this whole Mike Pence thing. Pence did not do anything wrong. Pence has been the strongest ally Trump has had. Period. Stronger than anybody. Somebody says, "Stop spreading lies." You just lost three thousand subs because you don't have a solution at all. I mean, what you want me to do? I'm not in government. All I can do is tell you what I know, and I don't know everything. I can tell you the facts and what I know. I don't know everything, so if you want me to just give you like some, some kind of magic bullet, I don't get it. All I could do is tell you what's going on. I told you what you could do in the future as far as putting your own guys in. That's all you really can do. That's what, that's what the left does. The left not only put their own guys in government, but also through all institutions, academia, social media, mainstream media, uh, the government, of course, uh, everywhere. They, they put their guys in there and have them do their bidding. That's how it goes. This 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 is how... This uh, that's, that's how D.C. works. That's how that town operates. If you don't have any kind of pool, any kind of way to get things done, you're not going to be able to make things happen, period. 
And we can't just act like voting for one person is going to solve it because Trump did a lot. Don't get it twisted. But it's going to take more than that. And it's going to take a long time. It's going to take a constant battle as well. So that's that's got to be your mindset. If your mindset is not there, then you're not going to really be able to get to where you want to go. And we got to understand the law as well. We got to understand the law. We got to be scholars of the law. And if we don't understand the law, we got to go to those that do understand the law. Some of these guys put out false things that simply just have no basis in reality. And because people sometimes don't have knowledge of law, like a lawyer, sometimes you really don't know these things. I don't know everything either. That's why I go to those that do know. 480, you're on the line. I'm speaking to Hey. What's going on? Oh, hey. Um, just checking in uh, with you. I am uh, fairly new to your show and really like content. And I'm also a very solution-oriented person. Um, here in Arizona, we just, you know, kind of flipped over Democrat. And so I'm just trying to get my head around um, what would be a what would be a good game plan moving forward for Republicans in their own area to um, to kind of win things back, you know, get a more get a stronger conservative voice moving forward. And that's it. man. go ahead. Oh, you know that. That that's just it. That's that's oh. my question. Oh, okay. Well, um, we got to get our own guys in there. That's the main thing. I I'll, I'll say a lot. You know, I don't want to be broken record, but you got to get your own guys in there. People that are going to press forward and do things that you want them to do. A lot of areas have incumbents have been there for a long time. Nobody really talks to them. They just kind of do their own thing. They do what they think is necessary, but they don't always have the direct voice to those that really have a, a, a grievance or a concern so they just do whatever they think is appropriate if you're able to get your own guys and girls in there to push forward your agenda then you'd be able to get things done on a local level and then that could translate into a national thing as well and then they can go to dc and they can advocate for you in dc and then if you get a lot of people that are on the same page from different parts of the country and they can advocate for you and what you need in dc then you can make things happen you can start to change the way the party operates as a whole by having your own people in there rather than just voting for the incumbent has always been there that may do whatever somebody else on the outside thinks is appropriate, meaning a donor or a sponsor or whatever the case may be. That's how it's got to be in my humble opinion. Okay. Hey man, I appreciate it. Keep up the good work. I right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Late. All righty. Let's get to a few more. Let's do this here. All right. Let's go. 816 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello, hello, ABL. <laughs> How are you? Um, everything's all right. How about yourself? I'm okay. Um, I'm Leah Lee. Um, I'm the one to call Coco. Remember Coco? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, he passed Wednesday, my doggy. Oh, I'm sorry. To hear congratulations, uh huh. Congratulations on your marriage, and my condolences on your father. And congratulations on the marriage. You know, I have some questions now. What did 
President Trump want Mike Pence to do? What did he want? He couldn't do nothing. But what did Mr. Trump want him to do? I, I don't really know. That's a good question. I guess you were trying to get him to okay. help. I guess you're, try, you're trying to get him to help okay. with the election. I don't think, <laughs> he wasn't just talking on the side of his neck like that, that right there when he said that. Okay, so I don't know about that. Nobody, nobody. What, what he was asking? Pence, no. Okay, and yes, whatever Pence would have got Trump people, but something happened. They ain't even talking. You know. But anyway, uh, let me see that. And gosh, now that I'm on the phone, that. <laughs> And wait a minute, you gotta give me a minute. Uh that and okay. They stole this election from Mr. Trump, President Trump. Now they changing the game, changing the rules. I mean, we supposed to find out who was president that night, that day, whenever. It ain't never been months after weeks you know yeah uh, them ballots they done that it's in our face what you mean no evidence of it plenty of evidence them are the people talking that was there got it on camera not letting them in and all this and the other lights off it's plenty of evidence even if the president gotta gotta care about it even if he think that he can't go to the, the Supreme Court people, the highest court in the land, won't listen to our president if he have a concern. Okay, that's number two. Uh, and number three, the people was there at that rally. Okay. Um, you know, got on the Trump hats, mixing in. And they took one little line. <laughs> this is the only line they planned. One little line saying, America, we can't take this. You know, that's the only line they use. There's something along with that. There's just one line he's saying. You, and they could, the way he said it, they could spin it around, and that's what they're doing. But that is not what Trump was insinuating. And even though the people that was there, who, who they finding out who these people really were, they wasn't no American people. These people had connections. These people was higher ups. These people was in, you know, they brothers and sisters in organizations and all that. It wasn't no everyday Trump rally American people. You know, I ain't seen one. Right. So. And this is crazy. This I take this is almost like the Bible, honestly. Mm. Honestly, because they trying to shut my Trumpster down. <laughs> and he taking out I mean they beat me. Talk about carrying the cross. <laughs> <laughs> they beat me. They beat, but he still got it and still going with it. Yeah, them on the main three. Okay, one more, four. Uh, if they they don't, I heard I was at the doctor all day today, but I heard that they impeached him twice today. So 
they agreed on it, but it probably got to go somewhere up, somewhere up, other hands, and other people got to agree. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, so if they impeach him twice, if he got, I mean, even if they take it to the higher and it went like the other one did, no, not guilty. Is that going to stop him from running in 2024? That's that's their mission now, is to stop him from running in 2024. But Trump's so big, he got like, uh, 70,000 votes, some stuff like that, before that TV went off where they got the mail-in ballots. And then he got 10 more million people than Hillary did. How many people in this world? <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> but anyway, and okay, and we so that and wow, okay, five. How can any of our elections? How can we trust any of them? I mean, from now on. I mean, I, they said they they quit counting with this. Um, the election just happened. Wasn't it a big election? Some senators with Nancy Pelosi now. You yeah. know, you know, and yes, the question, anything, they ain't came back with nothing. Not none of my answers. Right. right. Questions, I mean, not none of my questions. So can he run again? What's this impeachment twice? Only thing I'm getting out of that is that you can't run again, can't run second term or do anything with politics. That's what the second impeachment for. So what do you think on that? Well, they, they're going to try to get him to not be able to run again. That's going to be the next vote. If they're able to convict him when the trial happens, then they're going to vote the trial. In this impeachment. Yeah. After, like when they have the yeah. trial, they're going to try to um, make mm-hmm. him to where you can't vote, uh, to where you can't run again. And that's, just, that's this impeachment thing. Yeah, that, that'll be the ultimate. other impeachment thing? Is that what they, but they call it an impeachment? But they, but that, that's what they running on. But they calling it an impeachment, right? Yes, that's exactly what they want. What, what right. they're going on, right? I'm with you. I'm sorry, so but is I, that I got, the impeachment process. Yeah, yeah, that that like they're gonna the impeachment is it just filing charges basically? They're bringing them up on charges that they're gonna try to convict them on in the government, not like going to the penitentiary, just like in the government. And no, then, no, if, no. If, if they if they convict no. them, if they convict them, then. They're going to try to make it to where you can't run again. But hey, I got a lot of calls on the line. I'm sorry. I got to get to a few more. That could okay, be the call. But the first impeachment. Okay, I, the first I, impeachment. I, I, that, that was already, that already, okay, that already I'll happened. Call back. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. Shout out to the caller. All righty. And shout out to y'all for watching. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up, please. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Also, if you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe right now. I'd appreciate it if you did. All righty, Jordan, what's going on? Yo, ABO, what up? Everything's good, man. What's happening? That's good. It's a long time, you know. There's just so much retardation going out there that I can't. <laughs> I, can't I had to escape politics for a while. I feel you. I do. Yeah. Uh, you know what's going on with uh, Kanye, right? Him well, it's, and his, uh, it's a lot going on with Kanye. What's what's not going on with Kanye? Uh, I'm talking about his his marriage. I think uh, him and Kim are about to, because of the his presidential election, oh his presidential campaign, they're about to break up. Wow, that's crazy. It's unfortunate, you know. If it does come to fruition, uh, he's going to leave three children out without a father. 
you know. Well, I don't know. It might not be that. They might still. He might still be able to be in their life, just not married to their mother. Oh, maybe so. Maybe because so. you know, some guys they just say, "Okay, I'm gonna have the babies and run away, never see me again." But he might be one of them. You know, them. Uh, they might have joint custody. You never know what's gonna happen. But my my hope is that it's nothing weird to where the kids get affected negatively. Hopefully not. Uh, bless them. Um. The, the GOP looks so defeated right now, man. Like, you saw the video where Lindsey Graham was heckled in uh in the airport. Yeah, that was that was that was crazy. It's like, what's the point? I don't understand. Then, like, go ahead. And then he was on Fox News with Sean Hannity, and he looked like he was gonna cry. You know, he yeah, but he, like his that's, that's that's Lindsey Graham all the time. I remember when he was uh, running. He was telling a sad story about his, his parents. It was like, man, you about to cry right now on stage. Like he has that kind of he has that sad boy um switch he turns on sometimes. Oh, all right. Then I'll leave on that then. Yeah. I, I heard on uh, your Twitter that Nick Fuentes got banned from D Live. Yeah, I heard about that. Somebody said that here. Yeah, I think that that is all on him though, because I think he said, and I don't know. I can't confirm this because I don't want to look back at his at his uh, his shows. That I'm too lazy to do that. Um, I think he said, and, it, and he intentionally did this. I feel like just getting a gun and doing something. Oh, so, and and, he, yeah. and on top of that, he was at the um, he was in D.C. Oh yeah, he was actually referenced by uh, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Let's by. let's pause for a minute. So Rudy Giuliani mentioned Nick Fuentes on television. I think he was either on tel- I think on television or in some speech. Wow. But he did him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. If that happens, you pretty much toast. Yeah, you, you're done. So he's banned from. He's been banned off of YouTube, uh, and then now he's banned off D Live. So I don't know what he's gonna do. But he expected it, and he said his farewells before he went off and did whatever he's gonna do. But, um, yeah, it, it's insane the amount of because this whole thing about inciting violence and I'll leave right after I say this, it's just going to be abused and it's going to be like it's going to just broaden to any sort of thing can. Um, I mean, if this keeps going, that any sort of thing could be considered inciting violence. Like, so, I mean, I don't know. I just hate this whole banning going on. I don't think it solves anything. Because Trump still has a platform to speak, like on the news and whatnot, and White House briefings and everything else. So it, it's just so it's go, it's so bad, man. I, I'm not feeling too good about uh, the state of them in 2021. Well, we got to keep on going. We got to keep on, you know, trying to get our guys in there. Try, we, we can't just be like, you know, it's a wrap. We got to keep on going. And then some of these alternative platforms, Parler, Parler got nuked, in my opinion, by Linwood. If it weren't for Lynn Wood, then Parler would still be around. That's my opinion. There's plenty of other yeah. platforms like that that still exist and more up-and-coming platforms that aren't really, you know, liberal or conservative. We need to get kind of focus on those and build those up rather than just putting our eggs in one basket. That's true. All right, ABL, I'm going to head out, and I'll talk to you later. It's nice seeing you again, 2021. There you go, man. Thank you for your call. I appreciate you. No problem. Peace. All right, shout out to my man Jordan for the call. All righty. Let's go. Three, three. Oh, you're on the line. I'm speaking to. Hey, this is Kevin from Ohio. All righty, man. What's going on? 
Hey, hard to get a hold of you. Uh, not a whole lot. I'm just wondering what you thought on how how can Biden hold any type of office when they are being investigated by the FBI or supposedly being investigated by the FBI? I think it's um, I think it's just Hunter. I'm not really sure if it's Joe. See, I thought it was Joe because they're. I mean, they're definitely in business dealings together with China, with Ukraine, with. there's just overwhelming evidence I feel and for him to be able to even run for a public office I mean yeah Yeah, I mean I understand but I think I think it's just Hunter Um, now Joe is probably involved with some of that stuff but I think the actual investigation is just Hunter they didn't mention Joe Yeah, go figure, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, hey, thanks for taking my call, man. I appreciate it. ABL, keep up the great work. I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Mm, Bye. Yeah, you already know what time it is with Hunter. Hunter is the the fall guy. That's really a crying shame. Giuliani said it. He was like, you got this man that made his son be the bag man, be the fall guy. You could have got some random uh, dude in D.C., some jobber in D.C. to do that rather than your own flesh and blood. So now, if he gets sent to Gitmo, make a bit rocks in the Little Rocks, that's your fault for making them, for putting him in a position. And then he's not going to be like he'll take all the time. He won't be able to tell on Joe at all. Like that's that's really terrible. But hey, that's that's how it is in these big levels of government and stuff like that. But the number to call is four three four six five eight one two two zero six seven eight. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? This is Jeff, ABL. How you doing? Everything's good, man. What's happening? Hey, wanted to talk to you. I, uh, you know, I'm listening to your show, and I, you got to explain this to me because I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get your point of view here, and I don't mean what's going on. I mean your point of view on this, because you keep saying that we should organize and we should, you know, get ready for future elections, but they just rigged the election. Okay. Now, if, if if that's your viewpoint, then what are you going to be able to do to prevent that from happening? I'm not sure you can prevent it from happening. So, I mean, if, if, if that's your viewpoint, then you have no more hope. But I do have hope. I think that if you think that things aren't so, going right, then you got to get guys and girls in there that'll make sure that things do go right. They rigged the election. But you're not listening. You're not, you're not listening to what I'm saying. What did, I, what did I just say? You said get people in there. How are you going to get people in there? We got somebody in there. We got Trump in there. No, you're and not. Then, see, you're not, you're not hearing what up. I'm saying. You're not hearing me. You're, you're halfway listening. What I'm saying is if you think that things didn't go right, put people in there that will make it go right. Trump is just one person, one guy. You got 100 senators. You, you got, look, listen, you have 100 senators. You got hundreds of House reps. Then you have uh, you state governments. You don't think they can rig those elections either. I mean, you're not, no, you, you're I'm, totally, I'm not, you're not even listening. You're not listening. Like, it's a serious question. You're not listening, though. You don't Be- because, listen, listen, okay, call ahead. it listen. You have to listen to what I'm saying. If you think that things aren't going right right now, meaning you think the way things went didn't go the way they should have gone and the ball was dropped and you were disappointed, you were let down, take those who were in there out of office, don't vote them in there, and put in whoever you want to put in there. All right, that can be done. Okay, it can so it can happen. It, trust me, it can happen. We, and you do it. Listen, so, to, listen, so listen. I'm not done. Listen, call it. Listen, listen, listen to me. And you do it on local level. 
don't focus on just Trump or the guy in the White House. Do it locally. All right. And then work your way up from there. That's how you get things done, because a lot of this mail in ballots and stuff like that, that was done by local people, state to state, not federally. You see what I'm saying? You just said it. It was done by local people. So why okay. won't they rig local elections? You're not listening. I can't. I can't help you if you're not going to listen. All right, all right, I gave you the answer. You're not, you're not hearing my. You're not hearing my answer. You don't think they can rig local elections? Listen, you can get people out of office. And like, if if nobody, if everybody goes to the ballots and everybody's voting for a different person, that that's your only way to be able to do it. Your, your your point of your point of view is your point of view. Listen, listen, caller. Your point of view is. It doesn't matter because if we try to get him out, that's not going to work. But that's not if everybody is organized and they're able to do what they got to do. You can get them out of the way locally. You could do that. You definitely could do that. That's your only other alternative. Local elections. They will rig them. Okay. I mean, look. If you if you if you are defeated, then I understand. But I'm not. So if you're defeated, you might as well just not even worry about it. Well, I am concerned by it. I'm very concerned. No, don't don't worry about it because. You're saying that there's no hope in being able to vote because it doesn't work. If that's your viewpoint, okay, I'm saying I can't help you. I'm saying there's no hope in voting. I, honest, I, I, that's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what I just said. That's what I just said. So no, you're not listening. No that's what I just voting. said. So you're not listening to what I'm saying. If you think, if you think there's no hope in voting, then don't vote. Then, that's then exactly don't. what will happen. That's exactly what will happen. That's your and viewpoint. that will make it even more difficult to, you know, to change things because a lot of people who don't believe in the elections anymore will not vote. Look okay. what happened in Georgia. Okay, so check it out. So check it out. Check it out, though. Check it out. Check it out. Listen, call it. Listen. They didn't vote. If you think that there's no point in voting, then what's the point in asking me? Just, just, just have this, that be your point of view and rock why, with it. This is why I'm asking you because I, you know, this is your point of view, and I'm just, I want to, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see where like your train of logic is coming from. Like you're saying, okay, so we're going to start at a. A local level which i agree with that premise like i do like traditionally i agree with that premise it's not all about the top level it's not about just the president it's not just about you know the national level election that's correct i agree with that that is the right sentiment like normally you need to start with local elections you need to start at the state level you need to start at the congressional level so what's, what's bottom line the senate level and what's, what's bottom line if they rig the elections so your point of view, your point of view is that there's no, your point of view is that there's no point in voting. You think there is, you think it's impossible to have a fair election. That's your point of view. I disagree. That's why, that's why we differ because I think that you can have a fair you election. Think it's possible to have fair elections. Yes, I do. And you, you can only, you can only base it on your faith and what you believe. That's all, that's all you can really do because you cannot provide me with physical evidence of your local election being stolen that's how you think that's how you feel fact or fiction no, I didn't, is it I didn't wait 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 listen listen no 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 is it fact or fiction election they can rig them all. no 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 listen listen to what i'm saying you think that it was stolen can you provide me with evidence right now that your local election was stolen yes or no I did not say that they are. I, no, I said if they rig one, they can rig the local. Okay, election. all right, but check it out. But check it out. If you don't have evidence that your local election was stolen, then you can't say it will be stolen. All you're doing is just, well, they stole that one. They're gonna stole mine. That's 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 your, that's that your opinion. Can, that's that your they opinion. Can rig it. 
But see, and if they that's the president. I mean, in front look, of everybody, check it out. You can, you can, they can rig a local. You, you can <laughs> get into your car, crash and die. Are you just not going to drive anymore because you're scared? Because you're scared. That's what it is. I, I smell, I smell I, fear I right I now. I don't. I don't I don't follow. I don't follow. That. Nah, you can. I, I you, you listen, 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 listen. I'm gonna I'm tell, tell you why. I, I don't I'm, understand. Call it. Listen, listen. I, you gotta put you on mute. This is what I'm gonna say. You're saying that the election can be stolen. You're not saying it has been stolen in your local election. You're saying that it can be because you think another one was. Okay. Well, another plane crashed. It fell out the sky. Things were wrong. They didn't do the right thing. They had improper security. So. I'm not going to fly anymore because I think that the plane could crash out the sky. So you're scared. And I understand that, but I'm not. So I think that my, my belief is different from yours. That's really what it boils down to. You don't have any evidence that your local election will be stolen. You don't know that. It's possible. Anything is possible. That don't mean that it's going to happen. All you can do is go on your faith and think that things are going to be the way they're supposed to be. That's it. And if things don't go the way that you think they should go, be able to figure out a way to prove it. That's it. That's all you can do. Nothing else is going to be, it won't work any other way. Just do this for me. Just do this for me. Tell me that there are not countries where people don't have elections. There are countries where people don't have a voice. They don't have a choice. Why do you think that can't happen here? I mean, anything can happen. Like, you can, like, that's, that's just life, man. I mean, that's just life. You're going to have potential for negative things to happen. You can't, you can't leave your life in fear like that, though. I'm not living in fear. I'm, I'm looking for answers, and I don't have them, you know, and I want to uh, hear I'm telling you, know, you, other people, and I'll, and I want to ask you because I don't necessarily expect that you're going to have all the answers, but you've done a good thing. You've built this platform. You've brought people together to talk about these things. And specifically, that's why they banned Parler. You know, they don't want us to talk to each other. That's why they're censoring us on Twitter. They don't want us to talk to each other. That is what the point in the lockdowns to begin with was. They didn't want people going to work so that we could talk to each other. They didn't want people going to school so that we could talk to each other. They wanted to prevent us from congregating and have discussions about what was going on because they don't want us to talk together. And you're doing a good thing. You're bringing people together and we're talking about it. And I don't have all the answers. I really don't. And, you know, I, I believe when you say you don't have all the answers, but you're doing a good thing and you're providing an opportunity for, for people to communicate because we don't they're literally stopping us from doing that. And I'm concerned because I don't know what the next step is. And I hope the next caller you talk to and the next caller you talk to and all of us come together and we discuss this. And, you know, God bless you for doing what you're doing. And I'm glad you're bringing people together. And I truly I have this question. If the elections are rigged, what's the point in going back to the elections? Because I really I don't know. And right. I'm not expecting you to tell me. I just hope you keep trying to find the answer. Thank you, ABL. Go ahead. I shouldn't cut you off. I should let you speak as well. Thank, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Have a good night, man. All right. Shout out to the caller. I appreciate him. But look, if you think that things didn't go right with the election, I understand your viewpoint. I understand where you're coming from. But if you if you if you think that happened 
And then you think, well, ain't no point in voting in my election because although I've never thought that my election was stolen and I went out and voted every time and my guy always won and everything's been good, I'm not going to vote the next time because it's going to be rigged with with no way to even you just think that it might be because it, it you think that it could be. So based upon that risk of it possibly having some problems, you're just not going to do it. I mean, that's living in fear. That's living in fear. I mean, you can get in the car and die. And what you going to do? Not drive it because you can get in the car and die. You get in the plane, it can crash, but you're not going to fly. I don't live in fear. I'm, I, I don't have I don't have fear in my heart. That's that's fear. What that is. I understand the caller. I'm not, I'm not trying to disrespect the caller. We all have fear, but I don't live in it. I just I just do things. That I, I have faith in things that are going to work. You know, especially if you're Christian, you got faith. I ain't trying to attack nobody's religion, but isn't that part of it? Isn't that a core tenet of Christianity, faith? Maybe not, but I'll get to the next call. 828, you're on the line, I'm going to speak it to. Well, hey, ABL, this is Janie from North Carolina. How are you? Everything's good about yourself. I'm doing good. I just listened to you and the last caller, and, I, you know, I really don't, I kind of don't agree with what you just said, because this election was rigged. I mean, it really was. And with them, if they get by with rigging this election, they'll rig every election from this point on. Now, maybe not local elections, but the big elections. But, you know, that's just my, you know, that's just my opinion about that. But what I really called to tell you is that they have found information, and I just want to get it out there, that um, there was a satellite called the Leonardo they found inside of the Vatican that switched votes in real time. They have the guy that done it. It's all going to come out in just a few days or maybe a couple of weeks. I don't know if you saw where the Vatican went dark. That's when special forces went in. But they know that Italy was involved, Iran was involved, and of course China was involved. So they're working on that. I still believe that Trump will be our president because of all the things they have done. Now, when the protesters went into the Capitol, that's my next thing. I saw the videos to where the Patriots were had found actual a pallet of um, two-by-fours and stuff, and they were giving them to the police that were there. But then I saw it looked like a policeman handing back out those weapons out another window. So that was all staged. I mean, it was. Now, I do believe that some of the Patriots went in, but they opened the doors and let them just walk right in. I mean, you know, the videos are there to see. So I think that was a false flag from the Democrats so that they could blame it on the Patriots so that they could get Trump. But Nancy Pelosi's laptop was taken. And it was gold. They found a lot, a lot of stuff on her laptop. So in all reality, she's gone too. It's just a matter of time. But I just want to let people know that there's two guys that, if you don't believe what I'm saying, his name is SimonPark.org. Really, really good. He's a British guy. And CharlieWard.com. They have intel. And so, you know, these things are real. These things are going to come out. 
uh, Joe Biden is not going to be president. If if they even inaugurate him, it won't be for long. Um, they did say that uh, there are going to be lights out that will be in, you know, they done, they took lights out in Pakistan as well. But coming into the United States, once they get some military in here, yeah, there's going to be lights out. And they say, you know, uh, there will there will be riots and there will be things going on, and I believe that the government and they believe that the government will kind of like have to regroup because a lot of people are going to jail. There's over two hundred thousand indictments out there. So all I tell people is to be sure to get your food and water that you can sustain without power for a couple of weeks because they may be coming into a town near you to arrest these criminals. And then the last thing I want to say, if it is legal for Facebook and Twitter, who they say is a privately owned company, that they can decide who comes in and who, you know, who they want on their platform and who they don't, then I think that everybody that owns a private business should open their doors immediately because, you know, there's no difference, you know, I just think that you can't have two sets of rules, just like you don't have two sets of laws. But I just want to tell everybody who's a patriot and everybody who believes in Trump that he's still working behind the scenes and this is all going to work out for all of us. And that's all i got to say. All right. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it. Have a good night. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye bye. All righty. Let's get to some more calls. Victor, what's going on? Thanks for taking my call. It's all good, man. Yeah, say, you know, last night I was talking to some young college students in my fraternity, and they were talking about they're so happy that the Democrats took over the Congress and things could finally get done. I and an older frat brother, and. He, He's Democrat, totally uh, a different view as me. He tried to tell them that, okay, you're happy, but you cannot be so far to the left. You still have to be moderate because most people in this country is moderate. Yeah. Yeah. I And I, I, I do agree with them. And I try to give them examples. One thing. One of uh, one of the young frat, uh, frat brothers mission, how oh they just want healthcare healthcare for all, and something about cl- climate change, <laughs> and I t- and I told him that okay, it's good that you want universal healthcare. I really don't have an issue with universal healthcare. The problem comes in is how are you going to afford it? Correct what you're going to put in there because the people who are going to pay for the health care are the, are the citizens, not the government. The government only just collects the money and redistribute it. And some people may not want the things in that health care plan. For instance, with the Obamacare, the, they put the abortion in there. They, they said that they weren't going to use the federal money for abortion, but they actually were using for it, using it. They won't like that. And on top of that, with the Obamacare, how it destroyed the middle class. 
And it's so what's so messed up is that you have the middle class paying for it. At the same time, they can uh, they won't be able to use the the universal health care because they don't fall into the fall into that uh, into that group, and they lost their doctors because of that. So you, you got to be very careful. Like, yeah, we could get our uh, we could get, we could get what we want, but if you don't play moderate, you, they're gonna lose the uh, lose the Congress in the next two years. Correct. But of course, it went one year. It went in one year, ear and out the other. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, but they're gonna see. <laughs> they're gonna see. They got, they got, they got learn the hard way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but have you seen LeBron James' Instagram post uh, on the day of the of the of the day of the riot at the, in the Capitol? Um, I think I saw something from that, but I didn't see the full thing. I can kind of guess what he said on it. Yeah. Talking about America being racist and stuff like that. Is that kind of, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I have it up here. He says that, uh, he says that, do you understand now? You don't because, because no matter what happens, you still won't be judged. Looked at crazy, chained, beaten, hung, and shot to death because of color of your skin. Okay, with the past rights, who was chained, who was hung, who was beaten to death? Well, there were some people that beaten to death, but it was the other protesters beating another protester. Facts. Facts. <laughs> yeah, and 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 who and who was judged? The, the <laughs> first off, the pe- people in the Capitol, they were judged. <laughs> right. And, I mean, arrest immediately, like instantly. Yeah. And then five people got killed there. <laughs> and of course, I mean, it seemed like America as a whole, no matter what, what side you're on, agreed that was a bad look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And on top, and then talking about the, the whole riot and talking about how Trump incited the violence. One thing, you could, you could blame that Trump has some role in it, but as Trump did, Trump actually actually tell them to go and break in into the Capitol. Sure didn't. Exactly. Well, and yes, it looks it looks bad, but if you want to use that logic, then we could say that Black Lives Matter incited the riots throughout 2020. We had five people that got killed in the Capitol. When I looked up the George Floyd, just just the George Floyd protests, uh, I they said that 19 people died there, but yet though you don't have an FBI investigation on them like you have FBI investigation on the riots at, at, at the Capitol. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, yeah. and then the thing about it is you got politicians talking about, what was that, Maxine Waters, go out there, confront them and surround them, make a scene. It's all They do stuff like that, and it's fine. It's okay. It's not really a big deal. Okay? Yeah. Trump says nothing like that. Trump says be peaceful, be all this and that. Oh, you inciting a riot, you got to get impeached. It's, it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you want to try to impeach him or try to arrest him or something, then use that same logic. At, on other people who incited the protests and the riots throughout 2020. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
And also, and this is the last one, with your uh, with your two videos about you know condemning the riots and talking about what Parla did, what you pointed out is that yes, there's double standards, but that doesn't excuse you from doing the right thing. Correct. Thank you. Yeah, I mean it's it is very frustrating. I. I I do understand. It's very frustrating when you feel like you, you're not being listened to, and then there's double standards. That's blatant. But right, right is still right, and wrong is still wrong. Just because they let them do whatever doesn't mean that you have to do the wrong, uh, do the wrong thing, because they're going to let them go. You still have to do the right thing. And be the better person out of the situation. Facts. Exactly. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Bye. That was an excellent call from my man, Victor. Thank you, Victor, for calling. Yeah, we still got to do the right thing. Double standards exist, of course. They, on the left, they could do pretty much whatever they want and get away with it, right? We know that. We are, we've been knowing that. I've been saying that here for years now. I've been saying how... The left, they can do, they, they can go out there, tear stuff down, tear stuff apart, burn stuff, and then say Black Lives Matter, and it's fine. Barack Obama can have Debra McKesson in the White House. You remember the blue vest guy? They had him in the White House talking about, oh, you're doing a great job, keep up the good work. But if Trump were to have, uh, you know, Ali Akbar, one of them guys, one of them con artists, Linwood or somebody like that in the White House, oh, you're, you're, you're inciting violence, this is trouble, you need to get impeached. It's a double standard, yes, but we still got to behave how we behave. We still got to be on the right side, pun intended, right? We still got to be on the right side, on the conservative side. We can't go and be like them. If we be like them, then why not just join them? What's the difference? I don't really understand the difference between being like them and joining them. And don't, and don't get it twisted. Their violence is not what causes change. I'm going to say that one more time. The left's violence is not what causes change. The left's violence is just a way to raise money and also to get the favor of those that already had him favored. Okay, the media has been left wing for years, for years and years and years. This ain't nothing new. The media has been left wing. Academia been left wing. Corporate America been left wing. Social media been left wing since the very beginning of at least Twitter, Facebook and stuff like that. They've been left wing for years. This ain't no new phenomenon. Way before the violence, they already had those places under their control. So whenever they do something wrong, they're going to get uh, generally a pass. Unless it's like really egregious, they're going to generally get a pass. They, they tried to give this lady a pass for killing somebody and stealing their baby. Oh, you shouldn't have killed her. She was a woman. That didn't really work. But for the most part, they give him a pass. We don't get that same luxury. They already hate us. They already don't like us. They already treat us differently. They already cover us differently. So you think if you're going to go out there and behave like BLM, for your right wing, quote unquote, racist and extremist and white supremacist cause, you're going to get a pass. No, you're not going to get a pass. You're going to not pass go, not collect $200 and go straight to the penitentiary. And that's what's going on right now. Guys are getting locked up left and right. Guys are getting kicked off of flights, all of that. Now, Antifa and BLM do whatever they want to do. Are they kicked off flights? No, they're not. Are they arrested immediately? No, they're not. Sometimes they are. But not like the way we're being arrested. Those of us that went to the Capitol and did whatever they did. It's a double standard. It is what it is. You got to be able to figure out a way to get beyond it.
doing what you did at the Capitol is not going to help in that in that goal. You're making it worse. But I digress. Let's get to the next call. Six one eight, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Six one eight, hello. I cannot hear you if you're speaking. Going once, going twice. Sorry, six one eight. I don't know what happened. Obama phone's not acting right. <laughs> Three one nine, you're on the line. I'm speaking to. Hey, ABL. Uh, this is Chris from California. All right, Chris, what's happening? Uh, not much. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. Can't complain. Oh, well, I'm glad I got online. Um, anyways, I wanted to talk about uh, the Capitol Hill riots and, most importantly, some other things that kind of been in my mind lately. Uh, so this whole Capitol Hill thing, man, it's, it's pretty crazy because, um, personally, what I think is a lot of those people out there um, who are, you know, breaking into the building and uh, destroying stuff, I don't think they were 100% full-on Trump supporters. I think they just wanted a reason to break stuff and, you know, break into a building and kind of riot, just like how uh, BLM happened. Like, we had the protesters who were somewhat being peaceful and the ones that were kind of, like, burning down uh, cities like L.A. Of course. And uh, not not really, like, showing what they mean. So I'm trying to wrap my head around uh, what happened at Capitol Hill because we had we had thousands of people outside the buildings peacefully protesting, but the news only seemed to cover the ones that were actually inside, just I guess being a nuisance. <laughs> yeah, so of course, of course. Really, but you... I don't really understand like why why they just focused on that, and when BLM was out rioting and protesting and burning down places um you know the media didn't really want to like cover much of the good side of it they just wanted to cover well they covered the most of the good side for blm but they didn't really talk about like them looting as much as they did with the whole trump thing so i'm kind of just like i think they kind of got it flipped upside down and uh they're not really making any sense well, of course, that's what they do. It's the media. It's what, we, we, we all know that. They're going to treat us differently. They're not going to cover the the peaceful gathering that was a Trump rally. It was two different groups that were there. That's been verified. We already know that. And that's why I don't like those that are trying to claim it as something that's positive because that wasn't even us. That wasn't us that did that. That was the provocateurs that came in that always come to certain events like this. Like you had Antifa BLM. They, they're going to be in D.C. all the time. When I was in D.C. like in October and November, of 2020 just two three months ago you still had stuff boarded up i saw some antifas kind of you know lurking around not a whole lot but there was some out there so for an event like this that was widely publicized and people knew about it and it was a way to try and you know make the movement look bad of course they're going to be in there infiltrating but you also had some far right people that are not truly trump supporters uh you had some far right q people I'm not saying that Q people are crazy. I'm saying that the far crazy people in Q are crazy, just like you have any crazy people in groups. You also had white supremacists were there. You had a lot of subversive and dangerous groups that were there on their own accord to go in there and to create chaos. All right. It was not us. So I think those that are talking about the capital situation should make that the notion. They should say those that were in there doing whatever they were doing, tearing stuff up, being violent. That's not us. We don't we don't. We don't endorse that. That's not how we act. 
okay? The media aren't uh-huh. going to make a difference because they already link us with being dangerous and violent. So they're going to put it all together. It doesn't help when you got people that are just regular normies that were not involved with the violence saying that it was us and try to make claim of it. A hundred percent, man. I feel that. Um, sadly, sadly enough, the people on the left, they just, you know, get absorbed by the media. So when they see stuff like that on CNN, like us, like breaking into the Capitol, they're just going to all like claim that that's a hundred percent what the right would do. They would just think like, oh, they broke into the Capitol. That's what they do that they, they don't know any better. But that's not us. You know, sadly, people on the left believe everything on the media and I'm so I'm so pissed off at how the media portrayed what happened, but they didn't really they didn't really show the positive side of the protest in D.C. of the people who weren't doing any of that, who were outside, actual making a stance and not being belligerent and going inside there breaking breaking stuff. So I don't really I just don't really understand that man. Like it's just it's just crazy. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. We just got to know that the, the media, they're biased against conservative thought because mostly all liberal that work there, they got their own point of view and they don't want to hear outside. So that's just what it is. Yeah, I just don't know why the left is celebrating so hard. Like I asked most of the people out here in California, like, why, why are you happy that Joe Biden won? And most can't really give me a good answer. It's kind of just like wrapped around their head. And it's usually around like, oh, because it's not Trump. And it's sad because a lot of the people out here voted out of ignorance. So they didn't really like look into what they were actually voting for. So I don't know what they're celebrating. To me, it just doesn't doesn't even make sense at all. Um, because I used to be on the left. I kind of was voting out of ignorance in the past because, you know, it's just what I grew up upon. Like my family didn't really know any better. But it's just sad what what society has become. I feel like we're going down like a really dark hole and we just need to get out of it. And. What's funny enough, I, I saw a post uh, out here on uh, KTLA with the whole mass situation. Yeah. Um, they're like a local group out in L.A. And they're suggesting, like, uh, we should wear masks inside the house for safety. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. It was an actual news report. And I'm just like, how's that going to work? How, how's wearing the mask in your house by yourself going to do anything? Like, <laughs> what, are you supposed to, like, take the shower with your mask on, man? Like, I don't see, I don't see how that's helping. So I don't know. And I just I just don't understand everything that's going on. Like 2020 and 2021 is about to be a really crazy year. But I guess we just have to brace ourselves for it and keep fighting, man. That's it, man. Very good call. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the call, ABL. You take care. Have a good rest of your week, man. All right. Same to you now. All right. Bye-bye. That, that was a great call. He hit every nail right on the head. I'm talking about if he was a contractor – the house would be done in five days. You understand what I'm saying? You're talking about a 5,000-square-foot mansion, marble floors, all the whole nine yards. But I digress. All right. Let's get to some more calls. The number to call, 434-658-1220. And let's go ahead and go to – all right. Let's do – y'all give me a second. Okay. All right. Call them. I'm speaking to 757. Hey, ABL. This is Lively. All righty. What's going on? Um, nothing much. I just wanted to um let you know that you have every right to stand on um you know the whole situation with not acting out or not fighting or responding or encouraging violence when it comes to making your point or fighting. There are many ways to fight, and um I know people are kind of like iffy about voting, 
But if you do not vote, you're playing into their card or you're playing into their hand even easier. Like, that's what they want. So it's like, yeah, we don't know yet, like, what other strategies you can do to, you know, move around, um, you know, all of the, you know, fraud and stuff. But, like, there's, there's ways of just going about it in a logical way. And just thinking, just take your time and you got to see, okay, how can we, you know, continue to put pressure on these people who are in these roles of authority? So, yeah. And briefly, I want to um, share a scripture. Okay. So, um, from Romans chapter 12, it says, I'm just going to read verse 19. It says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. So everything isn't meant for us to just go out there and act because we're so angry and we're so upset. Like there's ways to, um, you know, handle it in a with a sound mind, basically. And those who are Christians, we know that it is God who is the one who's going to deal with all of this craziness in his due time so yeah just continue just resting in, in peace we're not saying don't be upset don't be angry or, or stop fighting but there's other ways that you can fight how do you take down a strong man you put the right woman in front of him you know to bring that man down you don't have to get so you know physical and violent and then um like with china like how they're fighting against, you know, the Republic of America, they didn't come to us aggressively or physically. They're using their money. They're using their power of influence. And um, they're breaking us down from the inside. So, yeah, there's, there's different ways to go about, you know, bringing your point across. Very but good. that's all I have to say. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. Great callers. I'm, I'm loving it. Thank you all for, you know, just, just bringing some good information. But to be clear, I support everybody. If I, if I disagree with you and I get a little loud, hey, hey, don't, don't blame me. Blend it white, man. It's not my fault that I got loud. But don't take it like I'm upset. I'm just kind of, you know. This whole thing with the capital, I don't like how some of us are trying to claim that as what we do on the right. That ain't, because if I want to do that, I just be on the left. I put on a Black Lives Matter shirt and just tear stuff up. You know, that ain't that ain't how we rock. And if it is, then that's not that's not how we do. I got a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails just saying thank you for being level-headed, for being common, for being a leader in this time. People are upset. They're kind of lost. And you got to be a leader and be say, say the right thing. To get everybody on the right track people that want to follow some aren't going to want to hear what i got to say and that's great that's fine but I, i'm i'm gonna still just say what i believe in what i feel about a situation somebody said earlier you scared to lose followers i don't never never was really worried about that i don't do things for that i just do things because it's the right thing to do like i said if i was this good if an actor i take this handsome face go to hollywood i am six foot three i can be doing push-ups sit-ups be looking like you know what i mean looking like blade back when Wesley Snipes was still going on, I could look like that and just do that if I was such a good actor. But I'm not a good actor. I'm just a real person. Period. But let me get to the next call. 
The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's go ahead and go to 618. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up, man? It's Cindy Dustin. All righty, man. What's happening? Not much. I want to talk to you about uh, this shit with the COVID all that shit. You no, know? no, no cussing. Um, no cussing, caller. Oh, I'm sorry. You good? Um, things going on with these days. Uh, you can't go anywhere without wearing a mask. You can't go in, into any store or nothing like that without wearing a mask. Why is that? Because they think that it's going to protect them from the COVID. All these people that are dying from the COVID. The people that are dying are the ones that are wearing a mask. Well, I think think, think the reason for that is because these stores don't want to get any kind of lawsuit action. So they put a sign on the door that says you got to wear a mask and people are wearing it, then that prevents them. Because people, you know, they everybody try to sue. They're going to go in the store and say, oh, I got the virus from your store because they didn't have a mask on outside. People weren't wearing masks. And now they got litigation on their back. And even if they if it's, if it's frivolous, it might not get thrown out. And then they got to pay law- lawyer fees. So I, that's probably a money thing, in my humble opinion. Right. And uh, I'm really surprised that I got in through this call. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh um, this thing about uh, Nancy Pelosi wanting to impeach Trump again, you know, it didn't work the first time. He was he was uh, acquitted, right? He sure was. He sure was. You know, I don't think this second time is going to work out for them the way they think they they the way they think that it's going to work out. You know it. I mean, so much stuff is going on in this world. Nobody has any idea of how things are going to work out. Things are going to get worse before they get better. As many times as people want to think they can change things, as as much as they want to try, things are going to stay the same. You want to change people the way they think. It's not going to work. You want to in their ways. You know, they're they're going to continue to be set in their ways. They're going to continue to live their lives the way they want to. There's no change in that. These people, they want the government. They want to control people. People are being controlled by the government. They don't realize it because they're pawns. Fucking pawns. Oh, I'm sorry for the cut. Sorry. They are pawns in a chess game. This is a game. We are pawns. Now, the king and queen, right now, are Trump and his wife. And uh, the way they think they can win is to put them out, right? 
Put who out? And uh, put Trump and his wife out. Uh, okay. Trump and the first lady. Hey, hey, I want to thank you for uh, taking my call. And I, and it's an honor to speak with you, Anthony. I thank you for the call, man. Um, definitely appreciate you. I know. Shout out to the caller. Okie dokie. Get us some more calls here. The number to call 434-658-1220. All right, let's do 860. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, hello. Hello. Hi, it's Sonia. I didn't think I was going to get through and I was watching. <laughs> All righty, what's going on? Listen, nice of Ivan to call in and gloat about the um, voter fraud stuff. Uh, what, what's, what's going on with that? He called in earlier to talk oh, about, oh, 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 um, yeah. I don't know. I was talking about Ivan, yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, Ivan, you didn't call in again with the same thing. Like, I ain't trying to hear that. Like, get, get to something else. Like, don't, don't keep saying the same yeah. thing over and over. You can you can, you can gloat. You can, by now. Hey, if you want to gloat, do it in your basement and shout out to your mom upstairs and tell her <laughs> what's going on. Yeah, because God, goodness knows that this is the most honest and fair and clean election we have ever seen in the history of America. <laughs> right? Right, exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I happened to watch the impeachment hearings. Unfortunately, I had to... Um, mute the TV whenever Nancy was talking or any of the Democrats because they were really going over the top with it. It was unbearable. And um, Matt Gates and some others, you know, they, they came out strong and they said some things. I'm going to assume they're the ones that voted against it. Um, but from what I understand now that even if he gets charged, you know, after he's out and everything, what they really want to do is stop him from running in 2024. And my question is, what makes anybody think he really wants to? Only because he will be up there in years now, you know, which is the issue we have with Biden, even though they're different in that, you know, regard. But still, I don't think it's that good because he'll be almost close to 80 by then, right? And he has a son that's heavily involved. So maybe someone else will run, you know, from his family. What do you think? That's, that's a very good point because I was saying, like, even a year or two ago that it would be Trump Jr. that ran after trump mm -hmm. and and you know yeah. if, if everything went right it would have been 2024 and like you said um trump might not want to run because really he did not he did not have to run this time he was already rich and was living a life and had his businesses going he could have just kept doing that but he ran and sacrificed a lot of his life to be able to do it so why would he want to go through this again and go through all this stuff with the, the democrats not being able to get stuff done he might just say you know what i've done all i can do I put it all out there. I gave everything I had. Y'all got it. He might just do that. I don't. I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, me neither. And then the other thing about the canceling and all that, let's just pretend for argument's sake that we didn't care about social media and it didn't make a difference to us who's on Twitter and who, you know, who is. Um, they're taking it further than that, though, because from, when, from what I understand, there's like a long list of companies that's pulling donations from Republican um, campaigns or the party or whatever. There's companies that um, I guess, you know, you can't, voice your uh, you know they can't know you're a MAGA supporter or that you were even at the event because you could get fired and then I was hearing I think it was on the Michael Knowles show that um, I don't know what bank it is that normally does business with Trump or um, you know that he they invest in him or that they, they lend him credit Deutsche, they're not Deutsche going bank. to anymore Deutsche Bank Deutsche. okay there you go and then the other one was I think one of his own banks wanted to close a personal bank account of his um, which I guess is their right, but it just seems to me like it's it's a little bit above and beyond just, you know, censoring what you say. 
um, it's affecting, you know, all, all areas. For instance, you know Topher Music, and I think he had posted that they dropped his song from all the streaming services. And I don't understand the logic behind that because here is a black man, right, trying to make a living and trying to do whatever with his music, which is something the left would promote otherwise. And here they, I mean, who's behind this? You know, who's stopping people from buying his music? Yeah, that, that whole thing was, I saw that about Topher in his song. But see, I, mm. I, what happened was, um, this it, is crazy. It's kind of hypocritical as far as music industry is concerned. What happened was yeah. in his song, he had lyrics about storming the Capitol. But see, here's ah. a, yeah, see, that's that's why they got it. But see, check it out. Music <laughs> trying to censor a song because it has lyrics about doing something. I mean, how many rap songs I hear about kill, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, uh, like the, the, the craziest mm-hmm. song I heard True. was Rick Ross, uh, you won't even know. He, and he, here's a lyric. He said, Um, I put a Molly in the champagne, she didn't even know it. I took her home and enjoyed that. She didn't even know it. It's like, is that date rape, sir? He didn't get censored for that. <laughs> Sounds so, like it to me. Right. So he didn't get censored for that. So I'm just saying they, they're funny how they pick and choose what to censor and what not to censor. But that, that's the reason well, why of they course, took us off. You can find all kinds of stuff on Twitter that's outrageous. Facts. Yes. But, you know, the hearings wasn't the only thing I had on mute today when the Democrats were talking. Because when you did that video on AOC and since you had the clips of her talking, oh, mm. my God. It was like, you know, it's like a script, you know, they, she went, basically it was a lot of generalizations, you know, the whole thing, that's what they were doing in the hearing too, going on and on and on about democracy and, you know, it was this and that and the other, and it was painful. Also was the um, TikTok video, my Lord, I think they made the um, Halloween, remember when they had the Breonna Taylor tombstone? I think, I think they won oh, with what, the cringe. What, was, was that them that did that? <laughs> no, I mean, in terms of cringe, remember oh, when oh, they had oh, a Halloween? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that that was pretty cringe. So, yeah, that's that's right around the same level of cringe, for sure. Yeah, that that whole thing is terrible. And they just basically want attention, I guess. I don't know what, what else could be. But, yeah, Trump or no Trump, the problem with me right now, I'm thinking, is just all this woke stuff is going to get into the schools, which is, you know, horrifying and scary because um, it's like a double-edged sword. You know, people have to send their kids back to school, but then when they send them back to school, they're going to... Because if all the teachers are liberal and the whole thing is like that, you know, they, they talk about politics, but it's always just them. And, and if you are anything else, there's repercussions. And it's just a little bit scary because it's like, do people have to go on the ground now, even if they want to support a Republican candidate or something? I, it just seems like um, they're really trying everything to. What I think it is is that, you know, it's not really about Trump. They just want to get rid of that whole MAGA movement. They, I, I heard someone else say that the Republicans, at least the establishment ones, that they really detest the kind of people that um, Trump attracted because they want to go back to their country club crowd. Does that make sense? Um. Well, I mean, maybe, but I don't. I don't really know. That's. That's. I mean, that's. That's possible. But I don't. I don't know anything about and that. And then I'll end with this because you said you know about we have to put good people in there. You said that the Young Turks were behind something for the Democrat Party, but we don't have anything like that. And I forgot what the name of it was. It was uh, some kind of like Democrat something. Yeah, Justice Democrats and also brand new Congress. Justice Democrats and brand new Congress. Yep. All right, well, the only silver lining I can have about this is Trump was only in there one term to get people to pay attention to politics because we were all on autopilot almost, you know, so many until him. Then I guess that's what it is because now we're paying attention to the local stuff. And I got to, I got to, um, I got to agree with one of the callers, you know, if they rigged the election, 
it's kind of it, it seems like disheartening because I guess what you're trying to say is we got to get people in there who are going to make sure that they don't rig elections. Right. That's 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 the point. We I mean, can't just give up on the process because if you do that, then we just play into the left's hands. They don't want us to vote. That's why when Lynn Wood said don't go out there and vote in Georgia, they put up billboards. Left that is, they put up billboards echoing what he said to prevent us from voting. That's called voter suppression. We can't have that. We can't buy into voter suppression and do it to ourselves. But thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. You're welcome. All right, child. Bye. All righty. Yeah, shout out to Sonya for the call. Somebody said that Rick Ross did get canceled for that line. Well, you're right. He he got dropped from Reebok from from his Reebok endorsement, and he he mentioned Reebok in the song. I die over these Reeboks. He said that in the song, so that was like a a, a little plug. So they dropped it from his endorsement. However, if I go on YouTube right now, I'm still able to find you and even know Rocco featuring Future and Rick Ross. I can find that right now, but you can't find the Patriot by my man Topher because they got pulled from all platforms because of the lyrics about the Capitol. But the date rape thing is still available right now on YouTube and everywhere else. But I digress. Let's get to the next call. 310, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up, ABL? All right, things going good, man. What's happening? Oh, man. Uh, it's, it's it's all good, man. Just going on, you know, just trying to hang on with all this craziness, you know what I mean? Trying to keep it together. Um, first off, you know, my I know I know it's you've heard it over and over again, but my condolences and many congrats. Oh, thank you. I appreciate um, it. Besides, uh, you know, besides putting putting um, our people in, and uh, you know, trying to change things around, and uh, I I don't know if if saying uh, you know putting forth our agenda. I don't know if, if if I should say that or not, or just basically like what what benefits the people, you know what I mean, according to to the Constitution. But um, I mean, I've been I've I've voted Republican since I've been uh, at age to vote, and uh, for the most part, it seems like like uh, when Republicans gain some form of momentum. Um, Democrats always, um, uh, they always bring up some type of, some type of um, like misinformation and, um, and some, and, and things along the lines, you know what I mean? They always, they're always pushing something and it seems that that momentum, that, that momentum that Democrats, um, have built overtakes you know, that momentum that, that Republicans have actually built. And it seems to overtake that. I mean, in my opinion, that's, that's, that's how I've seen it. Um, so personally, sometimes it feels just like if, uh, if Republicans just give up too easy, you know what I mean? Uh, who knows? Maybe it's, it's out of fear that, uh, you know, we're going to get called racist or, or, or something like that. Um, so I don't know. What do you think should um, should we just uh, are are Republicans in need of of more uh, of a spine and and just say you know what we're not gonna we're not gonna give into this and we're just gonna keep pushing. Maybe I'm give the other side a little bit of their own medicine. You know what I mean? 
I mean, I'm I'm not saying to, well, kind of, to, you know, give in to them and play their own game at it. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand your question. Uh, I mean, what, what do you mean? Like, because what what can we actually do that we're not doing? That's, that's probably a better question. What can we do that yeah, we're not okay. doing? Yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, all you, all you really can do is just keep pushing forward and don't allow the love to shape the narrative. But the way you got to do that is by trying to capture some of these um, these things that the left has. The left, the reason why they're able to kind of like dominate culture is because they have it. They have popular culture with music. They have uh, television, film, and they also have what else? The media, uh, the media of course social media, academia, corporations. We got to find a foothold in some of these places. This is why Tucker Carlson is still on the air because if the left had all the advertising, if they had all the companies, then they would just cut off all the ads to Tucker and he wouldn't be able to be on the air anymore. Then they'd be able to dictate who's on Fox and who's not. Mm. But we have our Mike Lindell, Pillow. We have conservative businesses that support conservative people on television so they're able to have a platform. And that same kind of mentality must extend to other things. You know, you got to get more of us in academia, more of us in the corporate space. So then and and openly in the corporate space, like black, black rifle coffee, you know, and my guys that do my flags plug, by the way, BHG designs, American made conservative guy. You can look at it in the in the link in the box straight right here in America, makes them with his own two hands. We need more companies like that that support each other, that support the whole movement rather than just having the left have everything and then they dominate who gets what and where it goes where that's kind of how we got to go forward that's that's what, that's what we're probably not doing that more if we did that more we have a better chance of being able to get some stuff done yeah right, right. man so thank you for your call definitely appreciate you thank you man keep up the good work brother all right now but yeah that's that's the way forward really we got to just go about it that way and if we don't, then, I mean, what, we, what else are we going to do, you know? So let's get some more calls here. All righty. 770, you're on the line. I'm going to speak it to. This is Sue from Georgia. Hey, DL. Hey, what's going on? I got through. It got through. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> it got through. So cool, so cool. A um, couple things. Um, I don't know if you got um, one of these mailings from the double and AACP about um, here we go again, uh, all kinds of things that white supremacists are going to do between September, I mean, uh, January 17th and 25th, like lynchings and all kinds of craziness. So they're telling everybody to beware. I've not seen anything like that. That's, that's pretty interesting, though. A friend, uh, well, I got a text. It was intended for the guy who used to have my phone, who is black or not. And they were telling him, oh, you got to beware, you know, tell everybody you know, especially women. They're looking out for women. And then <laughs> when I was just talking to my, yeah, when I was talking to my friend in, in uh, Jersey, she said she got one from the NAACP today and she never heard from them ever before. And she's like, why did I get this? And she's reading me the thing. And it was exactly what this this, you know, these people were telling this guy to do, like, be careful. So I was like, what is this now? Like, I don't know. 
does it give everybody a, a blank card to go ahead and do whatever because oh the white people are going to be after you so so like you know react badly what I mean, that's what it, that's, kind of, that's kind of what it sounds like. But NAACP, they've been like they've been kind of provocateurs for a minute. That's what they do, you know. So and yeah. that's that's the only reason why they even around. And you know what? And a lot of it is, it, it depends on if you got a national chapter. They they pretty much do that. Some local ones are all right. I know guys that head up local ones and they're okay. But the national, uh-huh. they they pretty much yeah. do whatever. They try to rile stuff up to get some more uh, donation money. Yeah, I, that's that's exactly what I was saying to her because I said I, you know, they've approached me for money before. So it's the, you know, uh, American Negro College Fund, no, United Negro College Fund, and I give the money, you know, whatever. If I have it, I give it to whoever needs it. But it's like seriously. And when I looked up the NAACP's site, I said, okay, let me see what's going on. And they, oh, Trump is out. Good, he's a racist. And I'm like, why don't y'all go to go to DC when he asked y'all to go like why do you and and even I said to her if they were so like interested in you know black people why did they keep it you know the organization for colored people because they're afraid they won't get donations if they change it to another name <laughs> like, well well to be fair it's, so it's, well it's, 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 just, it's just an old name that's all so they, they're just trying to, trying yeah, to just no, but if, yeah you know how they're canceling everything, ABL. They're canceling everything. Why didn't they change color people? I mean, come on. They've changed everything else. They're they're getting rid of Washington, getting it off signs. Get Lincoln can't be on a sign or whatever, but they're going to leave colored people there? That doesn't seem right. Somehow, well, you know, who, they, they, don't, who, they don't really mind that. They just want it. They, and and they, they still say it. It is, they just kind of jazz it up. Now, instead of saying colored people, they say people of color. It's the same exact thing. It's just a little uh, bit more fancy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was thinking, just as I was listening to you before talking with people, is it seems to me that the KKK people are really in favor of Biden and that they knew that if they told everybody that they were throwing their support behind Trump, that he'd be called a racist. And I think it's like a backwards campaign, like a lot of things the leftists do, that, you know, if we if we push them in this direction, they'll go in that direction. Everybody knows Biden is a racist, so even though he chose Harris as his running mate, that's just a joke anyway. We all know that. But it's like, um, I think they did it purposely to, to throw everybody into this crazy loop of he's a racist, he's a racist, he's a racist. What do you think? Um, Have um, any traction on that? About what specifically? I kind of lost your question. You know that, I'm sorry, that uh, the KKK was like going, was saying that they supported Trump just to start trouble. Oh yeah, and to try to well, that try makes... to get. I think they're in favor of Biden. I don't think they're in favor of Trump. Well, yeah, I mean, Trump there's been people. There, there was there was one person, one K, one clan guy that came out in favor of Hillary Clinton back when she was running 2016. So that ain't nothing new. I mean, you know, if mm. you got if you got troublemakers, white supremacists, KKK or whatever, they'll say pretty much whatever. That's because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They start trouble. They're they're instigators. So I won't be surprised at yeah. that. You know, in, in reality, yeah. they, they support a guy like Joe Biden, anti-integration, harsh harsh laws on black folks. It, that's right up there, Ali. But thank you for your call. I got a few more calls right. online. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate it. Oh you. yeah, thanks. Thank Love you. you. Great. Thanks. All righty, let's go to a few more here. And thank you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. Six one five online. We're speaking to. Six one five. Hello. Caller, can you hear me? 
Oh man, it's boom, boom, boom. How are you doing? Everything's good, man. What's going on? Man, I got a couple of things to talk to you about real quick. I know the show's about to end, but uh, appreciate you taking my call. No problem. Uh, man, first of all, I want to say uh, props to you because you're like the only one that's not trying to jump. Like you, you have no problem with still saying you're a conservative. You have no problem with saying that you're a Republican. You, you're not trying to like just mad and throwing your hands in there and running and saying, I'm independent now. I ain't never going to vote for Republicans again. So that's how I feel about it because, you know what I'm saying? First of all, I'll let you, I'll let you respond to that first. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just a calm person anyway. I don't really, I'm not emotional. People, I think sometimes people kind of get, people appreciate that. It, it could be a double-edged sword. Some appreciate it, some don't. But I got an icebox where my heart used to be. I, I'm a, a kind of a heartless person sometimes, so... It works in my favor. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. But that's that's just me. And you know what? I, I rely on my logic and my brain for certain situations. It's like, all right, well, we got a bump in the road. Am I just gonna give up and walk and run away? Nah, I'm gonna keep going. I'm I'm not gonna change who I am. So why would I just go the other direction? I don't understand. Exactly. So if we're like if we're if we're playing in the Super Bowl and we're losing. What we gonna do is we're just gonna throw our helmets up in the air and go, man, man I'm losing, man. I'm out of here. I ain't playing no more. Is that what we're supposed to do? No. Nah. Run. It's, <laughs> it's keep playing ridiculous. the game. Exactly. You got to keep playing the game. And seriously, man, I see what the, the dude called the caller earlier. I see what he was saying. Uh, that it's rigged. Even my brother. Shout out to my brother in the chat. He's saying it's rigged. It is rigged. It is what it is. So they say. Uh, if it is. I get it. And everybody's like, oh, man, how are we supposed to win? How are we supposed to get somebody good back in there? Because they're not going to let it happen because they can rig the election. We're going to have to find some way to find the right people to replace these fools, man. We're looking. They don't, they don't think that we see what's going on. We're looking at it on TV. We're looking at it online, man. And we're seeing everybody that's clowns. We're looking at them. What happened? We saw Ted Cruz stand up, straight up stood up in front of everybody. Didn't even care, man. Pulled it out on them and just stand straight up, stood up in front of everybody. I don't even remember the other dude's name from Arizona. Forgive me for that one, but he stood up too. And now everybody's attacking him. AOC's telling him, you need to resign. You need to give up your seat. They want all Republicans to give their seats up now. Why y'all so scared, man? You know, they're scared to death. It's ridiculous, dude. And uh, at least they stood up, you know. At least they tried. And, uh... They they knew it, it was bull dang, you know, and they try at least they stood up for something, and then here come Antifa and the boys in the door. That's another thing, man. That's man, that's some kerfuffle for another day. But <laughs> I believe, I believe personally that that was a bunch of Antifa getting in there. I'm glad I didn't go, cause it, I I can smell you know what when I see it, and I would have stopped them myself. They would have been like, who's this crazy white boy out here acting a fool? <laughs> Straight up throwing Antifa tards everywhere. There's purple hair flying all over the place. Pink dial over the side of, of the Capitol building. What's this dude doing? I would have tried anything I could to stop them fools, man. And uh, uh, lastly, I want to get your opinion on something that I did. Okay, so I went out to dinner the other day with a friend of mine. And uh, she's a black girl. I'm going to say that. And uh, not being racist. I'm just being real. And uh, so we're going out to dinner. And... She was a Republican and voted for Trump last time, and this time she switched and voted for Biden. Mm. So we, st mm -hmm, and we started talking about it. But man, all of a sudden she started waking up, and she was talking to me. I let her speak. I let her talk to me, and she was like, "Have you seen all these videos with the vaccine with the plunger down? 
And did you see this? Did you see did you see the woman with her face falling off these people getting Bell's palsy? Oh, yeah. You see all that? Yeah. And then she said, then did you see all the people with the Capitol building? They're trying to say that uh, they're going to impeach Trump for that, that he's the one that incited a riot, that that they were, that was crazy, man, that they were trying to kill people and people died up in there and this, that, and the other. And then you know what I said to her? I said, oh, yeah. She goes, that's crazy what they're going to do to her. And then I said, oh, yeah. But all summer – We've been watching BLM and Antifa burn down Portland, burn down New York. They've been tearing this country apart all summer. We've all been watching it, and nothing happened. Little kids dying. Little black girls getting shot, like you said earlier. Nothing. And then when I said, she happened to hear what I said, and she looked at me, and she said, what did you just say? And I said, I repeated myself. She goes, no, 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 no. You just said BLM. And I said, yeah. She goes, Eric, BLM is a movement, honey. What are you talking about? Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. And I looked at her dead in her face, and we was getting up to leave to pay the ticket, and I said, hey, man, uh, BLM is a gang. I hate to let you know, but, hey, man, go ahead and take that red pill. Let's get up out of here. And she, <laughs> I, and she looked at me, and I said, just do some research on that, and that's all I got to say. How do you think I handled that, man? That was that was very good. You ain't really just try to be like trying to combat her. You say, "Hey, I'm gonna say that. Do your own research, and that's it. You know, just give, just give her the truth straight up, and then have it be that. And, and you handled it as as a man, so you handled it very well. Appreciate it, man. I was hoping I did because <laughs> I was like, man, because you don't know how bad I want. I, I get triggered like you do, and man, I just go in, dude. I'll go in, and I love it. I I'm like, man, this is time. And by the way, appreciate the red pill. That's you the one that started it. So <laughs> you did this to me. You, I blame you. So you can't blame the white man for that one. I blame you for this one. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just like you. I get triggered and I get mad and I, 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 I don't go off on nobody, but I just man, I get into it. I get I get passionate about it, you know. But I didn't. I just I stayed calm and gave her the red pill and said, hey. And honestly, she was red pilling herself. And even though she voted for him. She's getting it, man. And I think everybody uh, out there that, that decided to vote, if they even did, which I doubt it, <laughs> but anybody who's out there, even the leftists, even the lefties that voted for Joe Biden and they really, really think that he's going to do something for them, can you imagine how many of those people, man, thousands of people are going to get red-pilled within the next four years? Oh, if yeah. We get, man, <laughs> I like the place. Before I go, I want to do one thing. I want to bet you a hundred dollar super chat. How long do you think he's gonna last before he pulls his little stunt? Do you think that this Twenty Fifth Amendment thing is so they can have it in 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 the air to say, oh, we used it on Trump, we used it before. Oh man, Joe Biden, that man can't even make his own bowl of cereal, dog. He can't make nothing, so he he can't even finish a full sentence. He's got to get out of here. And then they say, oh, we need to impeach him, get Kamala in there. We did it before with Trump. We did it to Trump. He gave him two scoops. We got him out of here twice. Okay. So yeah, what do you think about that? How long do you think he's going to last before he pulls it? Uh, six months to a year. As long as he's out before the midterms <laughs> next year, he'll be, it'll, be, it'll be a wrap. Man, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, man, let me think. Well, I got, I, got, I got, like, no more times. Thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you so much, man. Have a All good right. night. See you. All right, shout out to the caller. That'll be the last call. This show flew by. I mean, good grief. All right, 11 o'clock, 
I'm, I'm late past my time to be uh, closing the calls. But thank you for calling. This has been a great show. I got super chats to read, so don't go nowhere yet. And if you're not subscribed to the channel, if you're a casual viewer or whatever the case may be, or you got unsubscribed for some reason, maybe you got a little bit upset and unsubscribe. <laughs> so go ahead, go ahead and subscribe right now and click that bell while you're at it so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. Do that for me, please. I appreciate you. And shout out to everybody that called in, all the ones that agreed, disagreed, whatever the case. I appreciate everybody that calls in. Don't take me getting a little bit triggered as me being mad at you. I ain't mad at nobody. It's all good. Shout out to Blue Ringed Octopus who says they hate Trump so much they had to impeach him twice. The Democrats are letting their letting Don live in their heads rent free. There you go. Shout out to Bones who says, since we're already on list, I might as well state a true fact. If you read the entire Declaration of Independence, our founding fathers' grievances sounded eerily similar to what is occurring to MAGA. Shout out to Brian Hack who says, is it now YouTube policy to censor the use of Constitution and Super Chats? Uh, not like we needed that document anyways, right? Wow, that's crazy. Shout out to Paul who says, Paul, uh, shout out to Paul who says, don't give up ABL, it's not over with to the last punch. Shout out to Hudson Jackson II, who says, PSA, the Capitol Hill incident was a beta test for protests, quote-unquote, at State Capitals this weekend and on 120. People should get video, not join in. Clan Tifa and the Fed Boys will try to incite riots again. Facts. Thank you for that. Shout out to Bones, who also says, I'm no Q conspiracy theorist, but Pence did get a letter during a Papa Bush's funeral, and his, wife's, and his wife looked terrified. Shout out to Randy, who says, Pence had his hands tied. He did what he had to do. Juan Diaz says, I hear you and respect your response, but that's not going to work when you're going up against a system of cheating. That's the issue, the cheating. I mean, you got to be able to get past your fear. That's all I can say. No disrespect to you. I'm just saying that's just the reality of the situation. Period. You don't got no other choice. All right. A shout out to Bones, who says, don't leave the GOP. A lot of states have closed primaries. We need to primary out everyone. Plus, Pence was put between the rock and the hard place. Bart versus Winship says the impeachment does go on Trump's permanent record, though. Correct. Yes. Because they're always going to say, oh, Trump got impeached twice. He was a terrible president. That's that's going to be the legacy. Shout out to Angel, who says, ABL, how does secession actually work? Does Texas get to keep their nuclear missiles and naval bases, military equipment? Do we remove a star from the flag? Does not seem possible to me. I do not know the answer to those questions. That's a very good set of questions. I don't know how that works. I guess it would depend on the method in which they secede. That's a very good question. Shout out to Doug who says, ABL trying to call in is like trying to get a PS5 and possible ABL 2024. Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Jedi, 2 million for, or 2 billion, pardon me, for the donation. Shout out to Sam R who says, happy 2021. Keep up the good work, ABL. Thank you for that. Shout out to Bit Kahuna who says, love the show. When will you bring back the panel with you and Tatum and Jericho Green? Possibly black conservative perspective as well. Hey, I'm, I'm down for it whenever. You know, whenever they're trying to do it, is is you know, we can do it. Shout out to Jedi again who says, Keep it up, ABL will do. Thank you to Patman Big B who says, ABL, please take another caller. He's lost cause. I'm not sure who he was responding to. That was an earlier, right around ten o'clock super chat. Uh, let me go back. Shout out to Kevin Jenkins for becoming a member of the ABL squad. Thank you to Dr. Krypton who says, Go vote anyway. Exactly, go vote anyway. Shout out to Bones who says both you and the cool cucumber guy were correct. Juan says, driving the car and getting into an accident is totally different than having an election stolen from you. It's not fear. We need to figure out how to deal with the cheating. I mean, you could keep saying that, but I gave you the answer. So you could take it or not. That's fine. If you feel like you don't want to vote because it's cheating going on and you're scared, then it is what it is. 
I can't do nothing for you on that end. But I'm I'm not I don't feel the same way. I'm not scared. I think that we can actually have a real election and vote and get the right guys in there. Shout out to my man Killer Sushi who says if you see your house is on fire and you just stand there and let it burn, you don't complain. You don't get to complain when you lose everything. Exactly. I can't put the fire out. Fire's too big. All right, you ain't even try. So I mean that's your problem. Shout out to Jedi for the donations. I appreciate you. They say Kamala incited violence because she created a fund to bail out vent to bail out vandalizers and rioters and told them to continue on Colbert right in the midst of the BLM and for riots and during this virus situation. Exactly. Uh, shout out to Jason who says, ABO, you're one of the people I turn to for real news. I've been following you for years. I appreciate you, your show. Much love. Thank you for that. I really do appreciate it. I really, really do. Thank you to Thomas who says, ABL for the Blade remake. Hey, put me in there. We can go ahead and get it rocking. Shout out to Bones who says, besides masks, we should wear goggles as well. Uh, Squished 300 ZTT says, Viking got refused to eat jail food because it's not organic. Sounds like a liberal plant. Exactly. What type of uh, real Trump supporter is going to be like, oh, I don't want that. It's not organic. You live in a, you're a basement dweller with your mommy. You're about, I don't know, 30-something years old. You won't eat or You won't eat food if it's not organic. I mean, what type of sense that make? Sugar Shane says, would you not swing your sword in battle because there's this tip with poison? That's not what voting is. Uh, and opinion says, no, half the people in 10 years will be on our side thanks to ABO and others speaking rationality, truth. We need platforms or go door-to-door pamphlets. Hey, the, where there's widows away, we can get it out there. Shout out to Watts for the uh, trophy donation. I appreciate that. Thank you to Cole Haterade who says left-owned businesses are banning Trump supporters. Should businesses, should business owners on the right start banning people on the left? We don't do that. That's not how we operate. Okay, because if we do that, then what's the difference between us and them? We're just saying, just join together. You know, just, you know, form like Voltron if you want to carry it like that. You know, fuse together like uh, Gohan and Trump's Tanks. but I digress. Shout out to Stax who says, thanks, Anthony. Thank you for your donation. Thank you to Marcus Edwards who says, what happens if the Republican Party becomes two-thirds black? What can the left really say about the right? Say, yeah, that's a really good question. What can they really say? Then they then you would see their true colors. Then you would see Jim Crow Joe come back. Then you would see the them then you would see the old South come back. Because that was Democrats. You would see, they don't have to do that now because they got a Democrat. The black vote is stronger Democrat. But if it goes the other direction, then you're going to see some real stuff start to come out. All right. Hold on. Greg says, my mom passed on Christmas morning like ABL's dad. She died from a diagnosis of dementia one year ago. Biden has less than a year if it progresses like my mom's did. I'm sorry to hear you about your loss, man. Then, you know, that's. That's really hard. You know, Christmas morning, that's a rough thing to deal with. I, I, like, obviously, I know. So, you know, my heart's out to your family. Prayers out to y'all. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Trump supporters. Look, if you're a Trump supporter, you're not going to be eating um, organic food if you locked up. And if you do eat organic food. And then my thing is, how you even know if it's organic? Eat, eat whatever you can if you're in the penitentiary. But you going to go on a hunger strike? That makes no sense. It, his mom got on TV. Like, if you're a Trump supporter and you're about 20, 30-something years old, your mom's not going to be on TV saying, my baby can't eat no food because it's not organic. That's not how we operate. Not in the least bit. So, thank you for being here. It's been a great show. I appreciate y'all for being here. Uh, I'll be back again live. What's the day? Wednesday? I'll be back live again Saturday. Same time, same place. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to right around 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that'll be it for me. 
Oh, shout out to the mods for doing the good job keeping them trolls in line, keeping them chosen in check. You guys know who you are. Um, thank y'all. But that's all I got. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.